nine and nine. The height fell, and they didn't get the block. But Ferry fields it at the 34. 35. 40. It's a block. 45. The fielding down the roof. Oh, he's got it on me. 30. The 20. The 10. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Go flag it on the field. And Ferry brings it all the way. Is filling in. The cheerleaders are stretching. The band is tuning up, and the popcorn is popping. In the locker rooms, the coaches and players are preparing for the task at hand. Emotions are reaching a fever pitch as one team will celebrate the thrill of victory, while the other will feel the painful sting of defeat. Sportsnet Michigan and C925 are proud to present the Castle Game of the Week. Kickoff is right around the corner, so let's go to the press box. Here's the Z925 Sports Guy, Ted Fatel. Well, hello again, everyone. Welcome to Wild Card Weekend and the first January high school football game in MHSAA history, thanks to COVID-19. You are tuned in live from Venture Field here in Madison Heights, Michigan, on the Bishop Foley campus, the number three New Lothar Hornets. They're going to take on the number nine Detroit Loyola Bulldogs for a Division Seven regional championship and a trip to the Final Four. We're coming to you coast to coast, live on Z92.5.com, TuneIn Radio, and Sportsnet Michigan Radio Network. The opening kickoff and start of today's game right around the corner, but first, here's Jared Fattel in today for Bart Matthews with our starting lineup of Z92.5 team members. Today's game is brought to you by Beck's Trailer Superstore and Service Center, Fast Eddies, Graham's Accounting, Gross Mowers and Mower Sales, Kelly Bishop Incorporated, New Lothrop Insurance Service, New Lothrop Schools, Sports Scene, Victory Heating and Cooling, Young Buick GMC, Young Chevrolet Cadillac, and Three Point Podcast. Well, young man, uh, it was a nice little journey down here. We're finally back in action. You know, our last game was November 13th, but uh, we couldn't ask for better field conditions and better weather here for a January kickoff. No, you can. You really can't ask for a better game. I love the two com- the two styles that these two teams run. New both are a little bit more run-heavy, and then... Detroit Loyola a little bit more pass-heavy. It's going to be a great game today. Well, we'll set the stage for you a little bit. In the last game for the Hornets, they had no problem with Bath, 56-12. to The Hornets totally swarmed the Bees, racking up 521 yards in total offense. Star quarterback Cam Orr completed 11 out of 14 for 238 yards and three touchdowns. New Lothrop set the tone on the first possession as running back Will Muron took a pitch from Orr, cutting back against the green, taking it 60 yards to the house. Hornets kept on flying as uh, number six there at QB completed a pair of TD passes to Julius Garza from 35 and 10 yards out. Garza finished the night with five catches for 82 yards and the two scores. Orr's third touchdown pass was a 74-yard strike to Muron. Carson Mulcahy had a one-yard dive, and Elmore Hughes a uh, five-yard six-pointer that rounded out New Lothrop's night. You know, we're, we're talking about uh, contrast between the two teams. Both teams will go to the spread, and uh, they're both high-scoring offenses. Uh, First-year head coach, coach for Detroit Loyola, I'll tell you about in a moment, but how about the stat for Clint Galvis, the young head coach, uh, really has the New Lothrop program just dominant in high school football. His 12th season, 125-15 and 15 overall. It's what I like to call a football factory. It, it, you look at programs like Alabama or something like that. This is almost like the high school version of that where each and every year, it doesn't matter what guys they have leaving. Avery Moore at GVSU, now the, the quarterback from last year, they just have new guys step up, and that's Cam Moore. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll have some stats here to throw along to you. Talking about Cam Moore, Argus Press Player of the Year, 78 out of 102 passes. That's a, a little over 76% passing, 1,529 yards, 
22 touchdowns against only two interceptions. He's not a bad runner either, 450 yards rushing and 14 TDs. And, you know, with all that glitter and glory offensively, he's going to play for Ferris State and Tony Anise and play on the defensive side of the ball. So I don't want to say how uh, tough that kid is. I mean, he's just an athlete. There's really no other way to put it. I feel like he could play on numerous different positions, whether it's linebacker, maybe like a tight end, or even quarterback at the next level. Well, like I mentioned, he's going to Ferris to play defense in uh, limited action this year because of the lopsided scores. He has 41 tackles and nine sacks. You know, a fun fact for you, at quarterback, never has lost as a starting QB. 9-0 as a JV, 1-0 as a junior, and 8-0 this year. In that W last year, kind of interesting, seven rushing touchdowns versus Durand. Uh, Clint Galvis says he's the best defensive end ever at New Lothrop, and it's hard to argue. And also, you know... What goes along with his football ability, he's a state champion in wrestling in Division Four last year at 215 pounds. That's not an easy weight class to be dominant at. No, it's not. Generally, uh, when you see a really good football program, usually that's accompanied by a really good wrestling program, and that's what Northrop has. I believe they have the most state titles in state history. Yeah, absolutely. It's just a factory over there. And, and not a bad baseball player either. As a sophomore in baseball, he hit 368, 8-1 on the hill. Also, uh, some other key names you're going to hear about here for the Hornets today. Will Muron, 548 yards rushing, seven touchdowns. He averages 23 yards every time he carries the ball. Also has 15 catches on the season for 380 and six touchdowns. Also, he's a special team star. We'll be watching him on kickoffs and punt returns. Two punt returns for touchdowns, two kickoff returns for touchdowns. He's electrifying. We're going to be hearing a lot about uh, Loyola Clock. Nard Foster, who's an All-State guy, but Lothar has a little bit to say about that. I mean, you mentioned the guys Muron and uh, Garza. They're both studs as well. Yeah, Garza, school record, 28 catches, uh, 7 TD catches this year, uh, 15 overall. Uh, he's definitely a name we're going to be having out there. Also, they're always strong up top, or on the front line, rather. Ryan Birch and Will Taylor, all MMC selections. Alec Mangino, 69 tackles to lead the defense. We'll tell you a little bit about uh, Detroit Loyola here. But before we do, I want you to tell our listeners about the awards we're going to be giving away. Before We're going to be giving away the uh, drive of the game and the player of the game. The drive of the game is brought to you by Young Chevrolet Cadillac Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso, saluting all of the Michigan athletes. Drive on in or go online at youngautosales.com. That is youngautosales.com. The player of the game is brought to you by what I would think is a pretty dang good podcast, and that is the three-point podcast. Three guys, three generations, three hot takes. Pretty dang good. I like that description. Well, taking a quick look here at Loyola, their last game, they downed Bishop Foley 50-8, to and that, again, was November 13th. The Bulldogs in their dominant line play, led by future Michigan State Spartan Derek Harmon, had no problem with the Ventures. Foley's head coach, Brian Barnes, was quoted as saying, Harmon, we couldn't block him all night long. We tried to double and triple team him. And there's a reason why he's a Big Ten football player. And really, I think that is uh, a key for New Lothrop to try and keep him out of the game if it's at all possible. I think New Lothrop has to pretty much adopt what we saw Ohio State do against Clemson, which is basically just run the rock. And if they're going to be able to do that, they're going to have to be able to shut down Derek Harmon, which can be very, very difficult to do, maybe even impossible. Yeah, he's listed at 6'4", or anywhere between 340 and 3'60". Uh, First-team All-State, 20 tackles for losses, 14 sacks. Also, he has a stud linebacker behind him, Miles McFarland. He was All-State honorable mention. And their quarterback, we were watching him warm up, Anthony Garrett, second-team All-State. 
State, over 1,000 yards passing out of the spread offense that was implemented by the new head coach, Kevin Rogers, this season. And it looks like he can throw that rock. He can throw it. He reminds me a lot of almost like a Joe Milton or a Patrick Mahomes, which, which is just the, the typical prototypical quarterback and a huge arm. Uh, but they like to call this offense the fast uh, F5 spread. And I know they have a lot of speed guys that like to call themselves the quick six crew. So they're going to be a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. And a watch out for Sherrard uh, Foster, second team All-State, coming out of the slot. He's his favorite receiver, and a Shenard Foster, rather, and uh, he's uh, the, the favorite receiver here for Loyola. Uh, now, it's kind of setting the stage. These are two really good MHSAA state championship contending programs. They, uh, Loyola lost to uh, Cass City 6 nothing in the regional final last year, but they were the 2014 champ. 29-8 over Ishpeming and runner-up a couple more times to Ishpeming. And, of course, uh, New Lothrop last year lost in the regional final. Classic game. You were at covering it on film. We were broadcasting it. 36-35, PW won that regional final. What a classic game, and what a wild one, huh? It was a classic game, and what, if you remember that game, how it started, it was Puamo kind of jumped New Lothrop out the gates, and then New Lothrop came thundering back. I kind of expect something similar to that today, with Clint Gavels having to make a lot of adjustments earlier. And the, cor- the Hornets, of course, a couple of state championships, 2018 over Madison Heights, Madison, and Crystal Falls Forest Park. Uh, in 2006, they downed the Upers 34-13 to in that one. With Jared Fattel, I'm Ted Fattel, Sandy O back at the studios keeping us on the air. We're glad you tuned into this Saturday afternoon special January football here in the state of Michigan. Division 7 regional championship on the line and a trip to the Final Four. We'll be back with the kickoff right after this back at the studios. Hey, sports fans, it's a great day at Sports Scene. Pick up a copy of our newest magazine at your local high school sporting event or at a retail outlet near you. Great stories on your favorite high school and student-athletes. Looking for sports photos? Sports Scene has them. We are at the games. Check us out at highschoolsportscene.com. See thousands of photos and stories at highschoolsportscene.com. Keeping our high schools and student-athletes in the news. Z92.5, the castle is a proud supporter of high school sports and sports scene. Waking up with Geronimo in the morning. Have a great weekend. There are NFL playoff games on television both Saturday and Sunday from 1 in the afternoon till midnight. So I asked my wife if she could just put up an assembly line delivery shelf from the refrigerator to the living room couch. Her response is not arable. Uh, I'm back on Monday morning. We'll talk about the most common bad financial habits we picked up during the pandemic and tips to have a happier and more positive year which my wife says does not involve watching 11 hours of playoff football a day. So, we agree to disagree. Wake up with a smile on your face if something sounds funny on your radio in the morning. It's me. You are working my last nerve. Geronimo in the morning. It's an acquired taste. Z92.5, a castle. Listen up. And a variety of the 80s, 90s, and now. All the music I want to hear. Station 7, Corona Perry. Nelson, Fowler, Alma, Breckenridge. And a little bitty piece of Lansing. WJSC, Ashley Owasso. Awesome, yeah. C925, The Castle. Well, welcome back to the Bounce House here in Madison Heights. Uh, <laughs> a little explanation that on that. From what I've heard is that it's pretty much just because Loyal likes to play fast. They like to have a lot of fun. And what's better than playing fast and fun in a bounce house? Well, we'll be seeing these teams bouncing around this field for sure. Loyola wearing the home Navy blue uniform tops and helmets with uh, gray pants. New Lothrop now comes out on their sideline opposite us in the white jerseys, gray pants, and dark 
gray or black helmets. Offensively, for uh, for Detroit Loyola, they'll start at one tackle, Nate Johnson and Josh Thurman Hardy on the other side. Brian Gary, Kieran Wilson will snap the ball, and Damari and Caldwell will be the guards. Roger Martin will be one wide receiver with Jason Hardy on the other side. Shenard Foster, the second-team All-Stater, will line up at a slot. The quarterback, Anthony Garrett, over 1,000 yards passing, second-team All-State. He's a junior. The two running backs listed as sophomores, Kamari Wright and Braylon McDonald. So a little young in that offensive backfield, but I'm wondering how often they really run the ball. No, they're not a huge running team, whereas Lothrop is kind of a big-time rushing team. But what I love about Loyola's offense is it's a lot downfield passes, similar to like a Kansas City Chiefs, whereas Lothrop's a lot more like a New Orleans Saints, where it's a lot of underneath slants and bubble routes. Loyola will receive. They won the toss and wanted to send a message as they took the ball. Defensively for New Lothrop up front, they'll run Jacob Burgess, Isaiah Pasek, Cody Krupp and Cam Orr. Krupp with 42 tackles. The linebackers are Garrett Mangino and his brother Alec Mangino. Julius Garza will also line up at a linebacking position. Will Muron and Carson Mulcahy are the cornerbacks with Bryce Cheney with six interceptions on the season, all MMAC, along with Ian Gross at the safeties. We're ready to kick this one off, young man. Final thoughts. I can't wait for this ball game. I, I would think that Loyola might be the favorite in this one, even though they're the ninth-ranked team in the state, and I think it's going to take one heck of an effort from Cam Orr and from Coach Clint Galvis if they want to have a chance in this one. Yeah, we'll see if the uh, country boys from New Lothrop can take on the city kids here from Detroit. Loyola, Mid-Michigan Athletic Conference, uh, you know, I would say that Loyola's yes. conference overall has got to be a lot, a lot tougher. tougher. So. One loss on the season, 8-1. and one. The Hornets are 8-0. and oh. They had one week where they didn't play. We're ready to get this one kicked off. Hornets will defend the goal to our right and kick it to our left. we got a, a sparse crowd. Both schools were allowed only 150 fans, and I don't think uh, we have 150 anywhere close to that on this side of the field. Looks like maybe the Hornets brought maybe 100. 100, yep. <laughs> Socially distanced. But we got a lot of listeners, Jared, yep. so behave. Here's the kickoff. Cannon Cromwell kicks it down to about the 15-yard line. The deep man brings it upfield, shows some speed right away up to the 40-yard line. That was Marquise Henderson. And here's one for you, Jared. we got twin brothers, Marquez Henderson, number 10, and number 4 there, Marquise Henderson. <laughs> it, it reminds me a lot of New Lothrop, ironically enough, who seems to have a different pair of brothers or cousins on their team each and every year. Yeah. I don't know how you keep them, keep track of them at the dinner table. So it'll be Loyola with the ball. First and ten in good field position here as we get this one underway. First play from scrimmage from their own 40-yard line going left to right. Quarterback Anthony Garrett, the junior, lines up out of the pistol. Spread offense here, wide out, way on the far side, wide out here on the short side. Garrett takes a snap, looking to throw. Down this sideline, it's up in the air. And he had a man open, had a step on the defense there. That was a carry-on Davis coming down the near sideline in coverage with him was number nine for the Hornets, Raphael Woods. Man, a little bit lucky break there for New Lothar to start this game. Just overshot him. I'd be worried about that all game, and you know the Loyola's going to keep testing those corners. Yeah, if you're the Hornets, you can't. You got to keep them in front of you for sure. You don't want to be up press coverage too often against these speedsters. Second down and ten from the 40-yard line. No score here, just underway. Here's a quick dive. And the Hornets are there to read it and bring the ball carrier down right at the line of scrimmage. That was Braylon McDonald, the sophomore on the carry. Good surge up front by Cody Krupp. Cam Orr was there. Also, Isaiah Pasek. 
I think if Lothar can just keep Loyola from having huge plays like we almost just had a second ago, I really think Loyola might have a tough time scoring because they're not going to be able to run the ball on this New Lothar front, I do not think. I think you're right on that. So third down, big third down play here, first series for Loyola. Play action, the quarterback back to throw, throws one to the far sideline, a little too high for the intended receiver over there, Roger Martin, and it's going to be three and out for the Bulldogs of Loyola. So Hornets will get the ball here for the first time today, and right away uh, taking the ball didn't pay off for Loyola. And what was it that Clint Galvis said, that Cam Moore was the best defensive end that New Lothar's ever had? Yeah. Well, he was there pressuring him on that one. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's why that pass sailed a little bit. I think so, too. So it will be a punt here for, Lo- for Loyola. Miles McFarland in to kick it for the Hornets. Will Muron and Julius Garza standing at about their own 30-yard line. Here's the snap. Good snap. Hornets put a little pressure on. Short shank towards the near sideline here. Takes a bulldog bounce across the 40 of New Lothar, but it's down at the 37-yard line. First and 10, the Hornets coming up. Fast Eddie's Car Wash and Oil Change Center should be your one-stop shop for all your vehicle ne- vehicle's needs. They're now offering the latest in car wash engineering with state-of-the-art technology. Twice the foam, twice the wax, twice the results. And to make it easy and affordable for you, get the Ultimate Car Wash membership. Starting as low as $19.95 a month, you can wash your vehicle every day of the week at any of their 16 locations and receive $15 off your next Fast Eddie's synthetic oil change. Fast Eddie's, your one-stop shop for all your vehicle needs. Hornets send two wideouts each side of the field now. Empty the backfield for Cam Orr. I'll get you their lineup here in just a second after this play. First down the Hornets. Orr rolls to his right. Throws one up. Back foot. It's hanging in the air. Picked off by number 11. Shenard Foster brings it upfield. And an ill-advised pass right there by Cam Orr. Just kind of threw it up for Derek Harmon got it right in the face of Cam Orr. Made that pass flutter a little bit. It looked like it might have been a pass interference. There but was, they didn't call it. It's yeah. Schnard Foster. There he is. Show there was him. a little contact, and Clint Galvis came all the way on the field. He, I can't believe he's not getting a flag for this. I can't either, and I think he's saying what I, what I was just talking about, which is a potential pass interference, maybe even a roughing, roughing the pass. Possibly. Not happy at all. Oh, but I running out of the field. <laughs> big turnover here. So it's going to be Loyola with the ball. Going to the air. Garrett throws one over the middle. Picked oh. off by New Lothrop. Bryce Cheney has it. Down the far sideline. He has it at the 35, the 40. Midfield at the 40. He's going to go. He's going to the house. The 20, the 10, the 5. Touchdown, New Lothrop. 70-yard interception return. How about that? Bryce Cheney picks off his seventh pass of the season and takes it to the house. And that was great defense by Ian Gross, number 16 for New Lothrop. It seems like he's kind of been tasked today with following around Chenard Foster, which is going to be a tough... Uh, duty, but it's so far so good. Wow, what a turn of events right there. It looked like that Loyola was going to get all kinds of momentum. And Cheney picks off the pass there going the other way and takes it 70 yards right in front of the new Lothar bench. And you talked about rust. I mean, two interceptions right off the bat for a couple of quarterbacks who have only thrown, you know, two for Cam Moore to start the year and very little amount for Garrett. Got to think that has something to do with it. I would think so. So Bryce Cheney. Gets the Hornets on the board. Both teams have turned it over with interceptions. We could have ourselves quite an afternoon here. <laughs> Can't. Haven't even seen New Lothar run the ball yet. It looks like they're going to put in number six to kick it here, Cam Orr. Their normal kicker is Cannon Cromwell. Here's the snap. It's down. Orr, who can do everything, kicks it up, and it's good. So 7 nothing. 
Hornets jump out to the early lead here with 10.31 to go in the first. With 1,300 trailers on 45 acres, Beck's Trailers Superstore features America's largest trailer in inventory and unmatched snowmobile trailer selection. Gear up for the winter with the best-in-class all-aluminum Legend snowmobile trailers. Legend trailers are loaded with features and price to move, with zero down and payments from only $69 a month with approved credit. Come see why Legend is Michigan's number one snowmobile trailer brand for the best selection of the best snowmobile trailers at unbeatable prices. Call Beck's or visit Beckstrailerstore.com. Kelly Bishop Incorporated is a proud supporter of high school football. Whether for home, business, or agricultural, the most important choice you can make is the right construction company. You want a company who's professional, a company with experience, a company that's part of the community, and a company that takes unparalleled pride in their work, in the work that they do. You want Kelly Bishop Incorporated in Chesney, they offer quality construction for residential, business, and agriculture. Kelly Bishop Incorporated has the experienced team to ensure the job is not only done right, but in fact ex exceeds your expectations. Call Belly Kelly Bishop Incorporated, 989-845-2101. Well, KMR is the kicker. I said Cromwell earlier, but Orr kicks this one out. A little bouncer at the 2015-yard line brought back upfield here. Down the near sideline, another decent return, Rashawn Wells, and we're going to get a late hit called on the Hornets here. No, I believe it's going to be on Loyola. Oh. And so it's going to be coming back 15 yards. Okay. Right at the on the home sideline here as well. Yep, it was number 22, Andrew Krupp, that was shoved out of bounds a few seconds after the play ended. Can't do that. <laughs> It'll get a flag. A little bit excited. You know, they've been off for a while. Players just want to get back at it. Yeah, God, i got to go back to Clint Galvis for a second. Man, I cannot believe he wasn't flagged over there. What a what a strange turn of events, you know, well, when two you're, kicks. When you're as well-respected coach as Clint Galvis, you can do a little bit more than your regular Joe Schmo coaches out there. I guess we'll go along with that. Kind of like the Nick Saban effect. <laughs> there is think something any, to Do you get any to flag Nick Saban? No, they don't want to hear from him, for sure. So it'll be Loyola with the ball. They trail New Lothrop here, 7-0. Already a wild game here at Venture Field, the bounce house, if you will. So it'll be Anthony Garrett, the six foot two quarterback, probably around 190, hands it off to his running back here. And again, not Cam much Moore. room there. Cam Moore again in on the tackle of the ball carrier that time, Braylon McDonald for the second time tonight. So just my quick analysis so far, it looks like Loyola, every single time they've tried running the ball, there's two or three Hornets in the backfield right away. If they want to win, it's one, they're going to have to have big-time passing plays, and two, they can't be, uh, they can't just be three and out like they have the last couple possessions. And it didn't take them long to get Derek Harmon in there at left tackle. They're running that way, and again, the Hornets are all over the ball carrier. Looks like that was Will Muron coming up on the hit of the ball carrier that time. No, what was it that we were hearing uh, pregame was basically that Mel Tucker kind of gave the direction to maybe don't start him in offense? That was what we heard. It just kind of blows my mind that that, it is. that would even be involved in that. I mean, let him play your high school career. Go both ways, special teams, whatever it takes. <laughs> you got plenty of time to do I, I think that's what they decided to do here after watching the first score go no little well, way. Well, like I've said, a trip to the Final Four on the line. Here's a pass over here this way. Bobbled a little bit, but caught going to be close to a first down. I can't tell. Might be just a hair short. Can you see it? It looks like it's going to be. They're waving the chains yep, forward at the first down. Just got enough. So, so that was... If it. I'm New Lothrop, I'm fine with that. I mean, that was a really tough catch, really tough throw. Just yeah. keep everything in front of you. Absolutely. Can't let them get behind you with that great speed. So 9-12 to go in the first quarter. 7 nothing. New Lothrop on top with the Bryce Cheney 70-yard interception return. Loyola with the ball, first and 10 from their own 38. 
Beautiful sunshiny afternoon here in the Detroit area. Ball carrier coming this way, running hard. That's Kamari Wright for the first time here. Brought down that time by number 61 for the Hornets, Cody Krupp. Also there, or or like I mentioned, was a all state or uh, was a state champion in wrestling at 215, and going to go play defense for Coach Tony Nees. What do you think? He'll line up probably at a linebacking position up there, maybe. I think maybe like an edge rusher edge type, rusher. or you know, yeah, outside linebacker. I mm-hmm. think. I mean, he's fast and he's big, so I think he can play him just about anywhere. I would expect him to put on a lot of weight yeah. once he goes to Ferris and stops wrestling, though. Three wide outs on the far side. They'll hand it off again to Kamari Wright straight up the middle. Good hard run. Gets the first down. Takes it across the 45. Looks like they're going to put it down at about the 42-yard line of New Lothrop. The Bulldogs going to a little bit of a hurry-up offense here right now. They spread it out for their head coach, Kevin Rogers. When you're such a heavy passing team, it's so important to keep the defense guessing with at least a few runs here and there. And Amari Wright brought a little bit of a spark here to the loyal offense. So they put the ball down at the 43 of New Lothrop into Hornet territory for the first time. Here's Kamari Wright again running hard. He seems to be uh, the better of the two sophomores here early on. Gets across the 40-yard line to about the 37. 7-0, New Lothrop on top. Clock ticking with eight minutes to go here in the first quarter with Jared Fattel. I'm his uncle, Ted Fattel, on Z92.5 The Castle. you got to wonder if New Lothrop's going to have to commit more guys to the box than six. Here's a pass over in the left flat. It's caught complete. Hauled in by number 11 over there. That's Shenard Foster. Foster. He's, uh, he's their go-to guy. I know you were looking up some of the stats on him and some of the highlights. And a uh, very good receiver and good quicks. Yeah, second team All-State. I uh, watched his highlight film. He reminds me a lot of like a Tyree Kill at the high school level. Really small guy, but they operate him in the slot a lot. He's got the dreadlocks, too. So pretty cool look. Got to like that. Well, he's over here in this near side slot. And they have two guys following him wherever he's been. Yep. Pass comes out here. It's complete to him. The dreadlock going down the sideline. Again, good yardage right now. It looks like Loyola settled down a little bit and made a few adjustments early on. They started passing deep early. Now they're going to those little shorter routes, letting their players use their athleticism. Not fun. Like I said, it looks like they've given Ian Gross the job of following Schnarr Foster all over the field. He's going to be exhausted by the end of this one, for sure. So it'll be second down and about three. Ball at about the 25. Here's a pass out here to the near sideline. Caught complete again. That's Carrion Davis on the reception. So it's going to be, looks like, no, they're going to say it's enough for the first down as they move the chains. Just enough for the first and 10. 7 nothing. New Lothrop on top. 7.20 to go here in the first quarter. Loyola with an impressive drive going right now. First and 10 at the 22 of New Lothra. Trying to drive it to the end zone to our right. Here's the ball carrier. This time Kamari right up the middle. Not much there. Alec Mangino in on that tackle from his linebacking position for the Hornets. Yeah, they have Jason Hardy up there in single coverage with just Carson Mokahi covering him. I'd be surprised if Loyola doesn't look his way here pretty soon. Second down about eight. Loyola with the ball trailing by seven. Garrett back to throw. Goes to the far corner. It's up. It's on the hand. He hauled it in. Touchdown, Loyola. 21-yard completion. That was a great pass, but even better catch. And that's Jason Hardy. You called it. I think as long as they keep him in solo coverage over there, they're just going to keep testing that probably each and every time they have the ball. 
Well, what a great reception that time. Number one, Jason Hardy. All hands. And, and that's what having a guy like Shenard Foster does. It, it leaves a guy like a Jason Hardy just in one-on-one -on -one coverage. It opens up so much more than just him in the slot. Yeah, and what was nice about that pass, either he was going to catch it or, or nobody no was going to no. catch it. Here's the PAT attempt. The kick is up, and it is good. So we're all knotted up at seven points apiece down here at Bishop Foley High School in Madison Heights. 7-7, New Lothrop and Detroit Loyola. Everyone in sports is in search of the elusive, perfect game, making every shot, completing every pass, striking everyone out, getting each call right, that's right. Game officials enjoy the competition and seek perfection just like the players do. If you still have that competitive streak and want to help kids by buying, by giving back, maybe becoming a high school official is for you. To register, log on to MHSAA.com, a message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. You know, I haven't even given the uh, offensive lineup for New Lothar or the defensive lineup for Loyola yet. <laughs> That's why I like it. Roller coaster so we had, far. Well, we had one offensive play for New Lothar so far. And we're tied up at seven points apiece. The one play they had was an interception by Loyola. So we could have ourselves quite an afternoon down here in the Detroit area yeah. today. We'll see how that interception affected Cam Moore. We saw how it affected Anthony Garrett, which is basically, he said, whatever, I'm going to come down and score anyway. So here's a kickoff fielded down at about the 10-yard line. Deep man for New Lothar brings it up. That was number three, I believe. Julius Garza takes it up close to the 30-yard line. So Hornets offensively will start Jaden Curry, Ryan Birch, Will Taylor will snap the ball. Jacob Burgess and Cooper Simmons up front. Raphael Woods and Bryce Cheney will get the start at the wide receivers and slot. Julius Garza will also be a slot. Garrett Mangino and Will Muron, the running backs with Cam Orr, the All-State quarterback, running the controls. We'll see, like you said, see if he can bounce back from that pick. He'll run the option to the right. Orr keeps it himself, cuts up field, and gets to about the 34-yard line. Defensively for... The Bulldogs, Ramon, Ramon uh, Murray and Braylon McDonald are the ends. Inside this kid, you're going to be hearing his name, Derek Harmon a lot, number 55, signed to play for Michigan State. Brian Gary also inside. Linebackers Marquez Henderson, Miles McFarlane, All-State Honorable Mention, and Jeff Hayes. And then that umbrella secondary, Rashawn Wells and Jason Hardy are the corners with Marquise Henderson and Malik Marable, the safeties. Here's a counter play. It's handed off to Will Muron around the right end. He's got a blocker in front of him. Cuts back against the grain and gets up to about the 45-yard line. It'll be enough for the first down. He's gang-tackled over there. Actually never even went down. And New Lothrop's sideline is irate. They, they can't believe the rest didn't blow the whistle. Right? Oh, and comes now comes the, the flag. flag. Is it going to be on New Lothrop? I, th I, th I think so. I think it might be. I think they gave Coach Galvis a break earlier on, but he's got the hands on his hip kind of shaking his head. Let's see what this call is. So it should be still a first down. So let's see what the referees decide. They are very animated over there. <laughs> you know, after not playing for a couple months, you're ready to go out and get it, man. And what's crazy, the fact that we're even playing football right now, is I remember you interviewed uh, Coach Galvis right when they announced the season was postponed. And mm -hmm. from what I remember is he basically was okay with the decision and said, you know, we had a great season. And wouldn't you know it, two months later, they're playing. Yeah, he was resigned to that fact at that point. And they do call an unsportsmanlike conduct on the sidelines here, so the penalty will go... Where are they? Oh, it's sideline warning. How about that? 
So they cut him another break. <laughs> <laughs> Two breaks. Three strikes you're out, apparently. I guess so. So they don't enforce the penalty. It'll be new loser for the ball at their own 46-yard line. They'll send three wideouts over here on the near side. They're going right to left as we see it, wearing the white uniforms. Cam Orr, 78 of 102 in the air, coming in here. Here's the handoff to Will Buron. He has the room at the 40, at the 30, at the 20, the 10, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Touchdown, New Lothrop. No flags on the field. 54-yard run by Will Muron. I think those edge rushes are going to be very difficult for Loyola to stop, especially when we just watched a foot race between Chenard Foster and Muron, and Muron dusted him. Yeah. You think that's a little deceptive to maybe Loyola scouting to see him in actual real time, you know? <laughs> a little bit when usually all you can get from New Lothrop's film is just touchdown after touchdown because of their weak schedule. Right. It takes a little bit getting used to when you actually have to step up and play them. Well, we, we say weak schedule. Maybe the MMC is tougher than we thought. We'll see. I mean, it is still a good league, but you would think uh, Loyola had the tougher schedule overall. We'll get into more, that as we yeah, go. Yeah, battle tested. Yeah, their only loss coming to Detroit Catholic Central. Here's the snap. Kick is up by Orr. It's a low-line drive, but just made it over the upright. So, New Lothrop takes a touchdown lead, 14-7 to over Detroit Loyola right here on Z92.5. Your number one New Lothrop Hornets fans, Auto Owners Insurance and New Lothrop Insurance Service is a winning combination. They'll work with you to ensure your home, auto, business, and life to keep everything you value safe, sound, and secure. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Stop in and see Brian Gross or Mike Zicarda at New Lothrop Insurance Service at 7499 Cherry Street in New Lothrop. Call 810-638-5061 today. That's New Lothrop Insurance, New Lothrop Insurance Service, 810-638-5061. New Lothrop Area Schools offers the highest quality educational programs and extracurricular activities, all within a small, close-knit community. Test scores rank among the highest in the county and above average in the state. Plus, New Lothrop Area Schools utilize learning tools like iPads, Chromebooks, Google tablets, and new computers for student use. The Hornets are also known for strong athletics and critical elementary programs like developmental kindergarten, PBIS, and Latchkey. For more information, visit newlothrop.com, k12.mi.us. 14-7, New Lothrop on top of Detroit Loyola. The Hornets will kick it off or boots one downfield. High end over end, fielded it around the 14-yard line. Brought back this way. That's Rashawn Wells, has a little room around the right corner, gets the 30-yard line, finally knifed down at about the 40. Good tackle that time by number nine, Raphael Woods. I think New Lothrop sideline holds their breath each and every time they kick off because each time it's been one heck of a return. Yeah. Close to breaking it for a touchdown. So it'll be first and ten coming up here for the Bulldogs of Detroit Loyola. 5-13 yet to go here in this first quarter. Seems like we've been here for about an hour or so. <laughs> Mentally, emotionally. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Fired up to have football again, man. Out of the shotgun now. Wide, uh, a running back each side. Counterplay. It's handed off to Braylon McDonald. Gets around the left corner for a moment. Then runs into Julius Garza. That hauls him down by the shirt. About a four or five yard loss. Julius Garza covers the field so well. There's a reason that he's leading the New Lothrop Hornets in tackles with 48. Yeah, he was also helped out there by Bryce Cheney. Cheney, a 70-yard interception return to start the scoring for the Hornets today. Their other score, a 54-yard run by Will Muron. Loyola, 21-yard pass from Anthony Garrett to uh, Jason Hardy. 14-7, New Lothrop. It'll be second down and about 13 officially 
Ball at the 38-yard line of Loyola. Single back out of the gun. That running back gets the call, comes this way, gets the corner. we got a flag. Might be a hold coming up. That was Malik Marable with the carry. Brought down by Ian Gross for the Hornets. I think this one is coming back. Yep. Illegal use of the hands there for the Bulldogs. It's good that Loyola, even though they've gone down early and even though the rushing game hasn't been super successful so far, they've still stuck to it. Yep. Because that's what you need. I mean, when you fall down early, a lot of teams, they just want to start running and gunning and throwing the ball over the field. There's still a lot of game left, like you said. It feels like we've been here for an hour, but there's only six minutes of passing. Yeah. 14-7, to New Lothrop on top. We've had some big plays here early on. Glad you've had the opportunity to check in and listen to us here. Hopefully we're describing it and uh, making you feel like you're actually down here. Beautiful afternoon in Detroit. Play action pass over here. Hornets run it well, but a good good move by the receiver that time. Shenard Foster darted by Julius Garza. Garza read it well, but uh, Foster, nice move. Yeah, and that's what you just expect out of a guy like Shenard Foster. He's always going to make that first guy miss. That's why it's important for Lothrop to be gang tackling all day today. Short game brings up third down now and about uh, 15 to go here for Loyola. Ball at their own 36-yard line. Going left to right as we're looking at it. Wearing the navy blue uniform tops and helmets with the dark gray pants. Anthony Garrett takes a snap. Play action pass. Throws one over here complete to carry on Davis. Short pass at the sideline. That uh, has an interesting call. You had 15 yards to go and just a little three or four-yard dink and dump. Trying to use their athletic ability, I guess, to break it on the near sideline. Yeah, I, sometimes you worry about throwing an interception in a yeah. must-throw situation like that. But that's what happens when you have uh, holding penalties or illegal True. hands in the face is it kind of takes away half your playbook. Well, it definitely stalled their drive. That penalty hurt them big time. So the Hornets will get their hands back on the ball here. Will Muron and Julius Garza deep at around their own 30-yard line. In the boot it for the Bulldogs will be Miles McFarland. Fourth down, here's the punt. Oh, kicked it right on the end of the ball. Just... But that's going to roll. It has a nice bounce to it. Yeah, effective. Wasn't the prettiest punt, <laughs> but very effective. So it will be uh, New Lothrop just letting it roll and comes to a stop right around the 15-yard line, their own 15. Hornets lead it 14-7. to seven. Victory Heating and Cooling serving all of Michigan is proud to feature Train Heating and Cooling products. Train has the right system for your home. Victory Heating and Cooling is Michigan's best HVAC installers and service crews in the business and would love and appreciate the opportunity to serve you and your home. Victory Heating and Cooling, featuring Train products, the best team with the best products for your home. Visit victoryheatingandcooling.com or call 989-224-7171 for more info. First and 10, New Lothar from their own 14-yard line. Raphael Woods here on the near side, wide out way on the other side. Cam Orr out of the shotgun. Fakes a handoff, keeps He's it himself guys. downfield, has men open, caught at the 40. And it is a big play there by the Hornets, Will Muron. Yeah, you're right, Jerry. They had two guys open. <laughs> if uh, Orr had gotten it out a little bit earlier, they'd have six on the scoreboard absolutely. right now. Absolutely, yeah. As it was, a good job uh, by the wide receiver coming back to the ball, but it gets them out of trouble. First and 10 now, New Lothrop. They have it at the 43-yard line, their own 43, leading it 14-7 over Loyola. So it's first and 10. The Hornets going right to left as we see it. They'll send a man in motion, and then we have number 20 jumping into the neutral zone, Ramon Murray. 
Let's see if it's going against the defense or if one of the offensive linemen may be moved. Offsides against the Bulldogs. Now, i got to tell you, Jared, I've said it a couple times, but for January 9th, this is a better <laughs> day than we've had many times in the playoffs no, the, in the third week of November. The, the fact that it's on a Saturday at noon Help. helps a lot <laughs> because does. I think come nightfall it's going to be, what, about 10 degrees? Yeah, that's so, true. <laughs> counter blessings that uh, this isn't a Friday night game. Well, let's put it this way. The rest of the run is if New Lothar gets by today, next week will be again a Saturday, and then after that it's Ford Field. So we got Loyola calling timeout to try and make some adjustments. They trail New Lothrop here 14-7 to with 2.52 to go in the first. Gross mower sales at 2314 Ditch Road in New Lothrop is your Country Clipper headquarters. They feature the latest Country Clipper zero-turn mower. Mowers perfect for your needs, and they have 0% financing available. They are, your, they are now your local Skag power equipment dealer featuring zero-turn, stand-behind, and walk-behind mowers. And be sure to check out Windstorm and Windstorm Stand Behind Leaf Blowers. Skag Power Equipment, simply the best. Gross Mower Sales, your local country clipper and Skag Power Equipment dealer on Ditch Road in New Lothrop. Call 810-638-5146. That's 810-638-5146. Or check them out at grossmowersales.com today. Well, it will be New Lothrop with the ball. We're getting some Twitter action. People that are listening, driving around mid-Michigan, driving around this state of Michigan, enjoying our broadcast here. We appreciate everybody tuning in. We're glad to bring it to you. We're broadcast worldwide on the net at Z925.com. And you can hear the replay of this game at Three Point Podcast. Well, it's been a very... Um Great, very good start for New Lothrop thus far. Seems like they've pretty much done whatever they want on offense. And despite one dry floil, they've done pretty solid on defense as well. Here's Orr comes up under center, throws a quick pitch back to Will Muron around the left end, breaks one tackle, has first down yardage into Loyola territory. Finally is brought down by Marquis Henderson, but that'll move the chains. You know, we talked about it on the ride down in the Castle Chariot, and, uh, you know, you said that, uh, New Lothar probably practice every single day since November 13th. They look, they look that way. Right now. <laughs> they do. They, they didn't lose a step at all from when we last saw them. And I tell you what, we are Will Muron. He's just one heck of a running back. I'm impressed with him every time we watch him play. We saw his power right there, and then a few plays ago, we saw him run 60 yards to the house, uh, yep. showing off his wheels. Where's that number eight lined up here on the near side? Three wideouts on the far side. Hornets going from right to left. Camor will follow Muron now. Cuts back up against the grain. Gets about four or five yards that time. Finally was tripped up by number eight there, Raylan McDonald. Ever since that first play uh, where Harmon pressured Orr into the interception, he's really been really quiet. I don't think he's had a tackle yet. No. They've been doing a great job on him, probably double or triple teaming him each and every time. Well, it looks like, did they move him now from uh, a tackle right to the nose position? I, th- I think he's been there the entire game, but it's... It's funny because usually the smallest position on the offensive line is the center, mm-hmm. and this guy might be the biggest guy in all of high school football. <laughs> well, the Hornets are getting outside, which is really helping them. Here comes Orr, and he oh, has tripped Harmer. up that Harmon then knifed through that time, took two Hornets with him, and then knifed <laughs> down Orr. Like clockwork. We were wondering why we haven't heard his name in a minute, yeah. and there he is. And it was, what's impressive is he tackled him with like his arm, just hit his ankle and yeah. knocked him down. Big play there by big Derek Harmon. The Michigan State recruit 
going to play for Mel Tucker. And we'll talk at halftime a little bit about uh, other news from that other school, maybe in Ann Arbor. They finally made a decision on their head coach. Here's Miranda going in motion to the right. Or looking to throw. Throws one complete little look in. Got to get the field. Yeah, it was caught. Cannon Cromwell on the reception. Not sure he got enough for the first down. Four down territory, though. Looks like it's going to be about a yard shy. You're right. He did a little little dance that time instead of taking it and up the field. And that's a mistake that so many wide receivers make. They'll catch it right at the stakes, and then they'll make a juke move back mm-hmm. to make a defender miss, and they end up getting tackled about a yard behind where they caught it. That's where you got to realize the situation. If I'm New Lothrop, I'm having Cam Moore run this one right up the middle. Oh, challenging the big fella, huh? <laughs> I think you got to. <laughs> I don't know about that one. We'll see. Orr lined up out of the pistol. Three wideouts on the other side. Man comes in motion this way. Orr will come left. Gets the first down. He avoided the middle a little bit and gets the first down. Was finally knifed down by Miles McFarland. Good play call by Coach Galvis and his staff. Speaking of his staff, I see that... Big John Long stays in tradition wearing the shorts over there, so this weather won't bother him. No, it's impressive. He's one heck of a coach, too. He's almost a little bit undervalued on this New Lothrop staff in terms of he doesn't get as much recognition as maybe right. a Clint Galvis, but he's been there pretty much since Galvis has been there running that defense. The whole run, yeah. He was there with uh, the former Corona head coach, uh, Mike, Mike Sullivan, Sullivan, there yep. for a while, too. So we got uh, the first quarter in the books, 14-7. to 7. New Lothrop leads it here over Detroit Lola, Loyola from uh, Bishop Foley High School in Madison Heights. We've always said that sportsmanship is the golden rule in action, but why should it stop when the game is over? Now more than ever, we need to respect each other and treat each other with the common decency, not only between the lines, but outside the lines in our daily lives. In sports and in life, nothing beats good sportsmanship. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Tony Young and the entire Young family salute all Michigan area athletes at Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC. They know it takes teamwork to be successful. So from the Young team to your team, have a great season. Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso invite you to drive a little and save a lot. Visit them online at youngautosales.com. Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC are proud supporters of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle. Today's drive of the game is brought to you by Young Chevrolet Cadillac, Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso, saluting all Ben Michigan athletes. Drive on in or go online at youngautosales.com. And the player of the game, of course, is brought to you by the Three Point Podcast. Well, here's Orr, com- throws a pass out complete over on the left side to Miron. Cuts back against the green, has some room at the 10, the 5, into the end but zone. A flag. We do have a flag, though. 29-yard completion if it stands. It looks like Clint, Clint, yep, and it's going to go against the Hornets. Yeah. So wave that one off. But boy, oh boy, Muron is exciting when he has the ball in his hands. Yeah. You know, Cam Orr gets all the pub, or a majority of the pub, and and well-deserved, but this team has a lot of electric players, as you would say, you know? And even getting back to last year, I mean, Julius Garza, Will Muron, the last couple years, they've just been incredible skill position players that play both ways as well. Right. And we don't know how this one's going to all end up. There's a long, long way to go. 14-7, to New Lothrop leads it, but... uh, Right now, they look like they're ready to play here. And what a powerhouse program they have over there for Clint Galvis. Looks like we got a timeout and injured player for Loyola on the field. So while they tend to him, take a listen to this. Your number one New Lothrop Hornets fans, Auto Owners Insurance and New Lothrop Insurance Service is a winning combination. They'll work with you to insure your home, auto, business, and life to keep everything you value safe, sound, secure. Auto Owners Insurance 
the no problem people. Stop in and see Brian Gross or Mike Zacharda at New Lothrop Insurance Service at Z or at GC at seven four nine nine Cherry Street in New Lothrop. Call eight one zero six three eight five zero six one today. That's New Lothrop Insurance Service eight one zero six three eight five zero six one. Today's game is also brought to you uh, by the MHSAA. The broadcast of today's game is a copyright presenta- copyrighted presentation of the Michigan High School Athletic Association and WJSZ-FM. No reproduction, retransmission, or other distri- distribution of the descriptions or accounts of this game may take place without the express written consent of the MHSAA and Z92.5 The Castle and SportsNetMichigan.com. Well, we do have an injured player. We can't see the number right here, but they're uh, tending to the Loyola Bulldog down near the goal line. Just uh, while we have the break here, Jared, just some initial thoughts. We still have pretty much the entire second quarter to go, but you have to be impressed with the way that uh, New Lothar came out ready to play. I mean, both teams, though, first possessions, definitely yeah. some jitters, I think. I think, as, as surprising as it might sound to maybe the loyal listeners, I think that we might be in store for a New Lothrop blowout. They have not shown really? any way to stop the run, and New Lothrop has even thrown the ball a few times whenever they've wanted. And on the other side of the ball, New Lothrop, or Loyola has pretty much been big player bust, which when you fall behind like this, New Lothrop's going to be expecting those a lot more. It's going to be tough for them to come back. Well, if you're right, which I'm not sure I totally agree with that, but if you're right, how impressive would that be statewide if, you, you know, if they did blow out a team this good? A uh, long way to go, and we'll see what kind of adjustments Loyola can make, because I'm still impressed with some of their skill players, too, but your point's well taken. I mean, it, how, how do you stop some of these I mean, it's players? Just, from what I, the way I look at it is, is with Loyola, is they're relying a little bit more on the bigger plays, whereas the New Lothrop has been able to pretty much do whatever they want, getting four, five, six, seven, eight yards pop on each of these run plays. I mean, what is going to be more consistent going into the rest of the game when teams get a little bit more tired? Because you know they're going to be tired due to the lack of practice they've had. I mm-hmm. think it's going to be the running game. Yeah. Well, we're not sure what the what the injury is here. I haven't seen if it's a leg, upper part of the body, or what. But uh, always scary when there's this long of a stoppage in play to attend to an injury, for sure. So just kind of recapping, we have 11 minutes and 50 seconds to go here in our first half. New Lothrop jumped out early after uh, an interception by the quarterback, Anthony Garrett. The Hornets got the ball. The very first play from scrimmage, New Lothrop threw threw a pick and gave it right back. Well, then Garrett came back downfield, threw another one downfield, picked off by Bryce Cheney, who took it 70 yards to the house. That was uh, just a minute and a half into the game. We had all kinds of stuff going on. Then Loyola put together a real nice drive, capping it off with a 21-yard pass from uh, Anthony Garrett to Jason Hardy, a beautiful catch over on the far sideline in the end zone for uh, a score, and the PAT for both were good. And then New Lothrop came right back, Will Muron, we talked about him, a 54-yard run down the far sidelines to uh, give the Hornets the lead, 14-7. to So, I mean, we got a we got a pretty good afternoon of football, I think, still in front of us here. We're at Bishop Foley High School here in Madison Heights. Nice facility, really. It's called Venture Field. They call it also the Bounce House. And uh, it, it's... Right off of I-75, basically, on Campbell Drive here in the Madison Heights area. Yeah, my one complaint would be uh, they have, like, the juniper trees right up here in the in the end zone. And I wish that those houses right there and that the cars driving by would be able to watch some football as they go by. There you go. And it's spoken like a true landscape artist. 
<laughs> knowing they're juniper trees. I'd had no clue. The more you know. That's right. I might have to have you come over to my house. I got some yard work I need done. Some landscaping specialties. Hopefully it's paid. Well, of course, you know. You know, my whole back patio was put in by Eddie and the gang there at Crooked Tree. Yeah, it's about time for them to hop on as sponsors. I, I agree, either here or elsewhere. Well, it looks like it's a must be a leg injury there to number four, and that uh, could be a big blow. Marquise Henderson, one of the twin brothers, carried over here. They'll look at him here medically on the sideline, but definitely some sort of leg problem might be an ankle or knee. So it's good to see, though, that he's up. So it'll be 14-7, uh, to 7, New Lothrop on top. Be first down in about 15 coming up here for the Hornets. They'll send three wideouts over here this way. Cam Orr at quarterback lined up out of the shotgun. Sends one wideout over on the far side. That's Raphael Woods right in front of the Hornet bench. New Lothrop going left to right. Muron goes in motion to the left. They look his way, or comes back the other way over Uh-oh. the middle. It's up, picked off, and then oh, oh. And he had nothing but green grass ahead of him right there, too. Malik Marable had the ball. I think he looked up because of that green artificial grass and then just couldn't haul it in. I'm surprised that New Ultimate has thrown it as much as they had so far. I mean, they've only had two picks already. Yeah. I almost would just say just keep it on the ground until they prove that they can stop you that way. Right. Now you have a second and long, whereas you probably would have set your off with a second and, you know, decent yardage. Now you have a second and 15. A little bit tougher. That was a real dangerous pass right there, obviously, and not well thrown by Orr. And your point, again, well taken. If you can knock in another score here on the ground, then you got Loyola playing catch up the rest of the way. Hornets this up. is a huge possession for Loyola. Yeah. Hornets up by a touchdown, 14-7, to 11-44, yet to go in the second quarter. going to be a long afternoon down here. Hornets send Bryce Cheney out here on the near side wide. Wide out on the other side. Orr empties the backfield. Keeps it himself, cuts up the middle, breaks a tackle, has some room. And he he has the score. first down. He's at the 20, the 10, the 5. Touchdown, New Lothrop. Cam Orr takes it in from 33 yards out. And that QB draw out of the empty set is so dangerous. He makes one guy miss and just nothing but green grass ahead of him after that. Touchdown, dual throw. And that was interesting, too, the challenge up front. They went right up the middle with that draw play, and I think probably a trap block by the Hornets on the line to get Harmon out of the way, and then Orr took care of the rest. So early in the second quarter, the Hornets take the the two-touchdown lead, and just like we talked about, keep it on the ground. Good things happen, right? <laughs> and especially if he can break through that first line, basically uh, Harmon, Derek Harmon, is, if they can get through that, it's going to be tough to tackle these New Lothrop players. Here's Orr's attempt for the PAT. It's up, and it is good. So New Lothrop leads it 21-7 to over Detroit Loyola, number three against number nine, right here live on Z92.5. Save now during the winter clearance event at Bex Trailer Superstore. With 1,300 trailers on 45 acres, Bex offers America's largest trailer selection, so you'll find the trailer that fits your need and your budget. During Beck's winter clearance event, save on hundreds of open and enclosed trailers, plus take advantage of their easy financing programs with payments from $69 a month with approved credit. They work with many local and national lenders to get you the best rate and lowest payment. For the best selection of the best trailers at unbeatable prices, call Beck's or visit Beck's Trailer Superstore.com. 
Fast Eddie's Car Wash and Oil Change Centers should be your one-stop shop for all your vehicle's needs. They're now offering the latest in car wash engineering with state-of-the-art technology, twice the foam, twice the wax, twice the results. And to make it easy and affordable for you, get the Ultimate Car Wash membership starting as low as $19.95 a month. You can wash your vehicle every day of the week at any of their 16 locations and receive $15 off your next Fast Eddie's synthetic oil change. Fast Eddie's, your one-stop shop for all your vehicle needs. So Rashawn Wells will be back to accept this kick. It's kicked over to the far sideline. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to end up going out of bounds. So at the penalty flag, it will be Loyola with it. First and 10 from their own 35-yard line. You know... The Hornets, very impressive statistically this year, averaging 51 points a game, giving up only eight. Loyola not too bad themselves, averaging 37, 37.1 offensively and 13.4 defensively. So if you look at just the stats, the Hornets, you know, you would think would be right, right where they're at, 21-7 to 7 on top. Yeah, and for Loyola... Man, they've really only been in this situation once this entire year. Let's see what they have. They have a really quick strike offense where a big play here, a big play there, they could have all the momentum right back on their side. So there'll be Anthony Garrett at quarterback looking this sideline, throws a pass out. He had a man open but got serious pressure up front by Jacob Burgess was all over. Anthony Garrett forcing him to throw it quicker than he wanted to, forced an incompletion. It's going to be tough for Loyola to be throwing those play-action passes when they can hardly have enough time for their quarterback as it is. So, yeah. I don't know. I think they might just need to adapt more of what they we saw with that touchdown pass to Hardy, which is just three-step and throw. Well, Isaiah Pasek and uh, Cody Krupp, all leaguers up front, really know how to get after the quarterback. Second down and ten. Here to throw, and this one's knocked down by Cam Moore. Trying to find that time, Jason Hardy on the slant, but Orr got the big paw up and knocked it down. And now another third and long for Loyola. This defensive line is really playing uh, their heart off right now uh, in exchange for a less uh, explicit word. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're playing very tough, making it very tough on uh, Loyola to try to really get in the rhythm uh, and find these quick slant receivers. So here's Garrett again out of the shotgun. Steps back to throw. Throws one over the middle of the field. Way off the mark that time. That one was intended for number two, Lonzi Tramble, and was way overthrown. Bryce Cheney was there defending, so it'll be Loyola kicking it again. Well, Jared, a little change of events here and kind of going back your way. You know, <laughs> I tried to momentum, yeah. I know. Got to listen to you more often, maybe. I mean, it's hard to uh, not get blown out by a team when they're doing whatever they want to you on the ground on offense. 21-7. to 7. You know, I might be an old dog, but I do listen to youngsters once in a while. You were trying to explain to me the whole Bitcoin thing, but you didn't quite have that figured out on the ride down. I don't know if many people have that totally figured out. <laughs> here's, here's the punt, high and short. Now it takes a Hornet bounce back to the 50, and finally down at about the 49-yard line, so... That was a short punt to begin with, and it had that backspin on it like you do with your wedge, and it came back into uh, Loyola territory. Hornets will have it again in good field position. Kelly Bishop Incorporated is a proud supporter of high school football. Whether for home, business, or agriculture, the most important choice you can make is the right construction company. You want a company who's professional, a company with experience, a company that's part of the community, and a company that takes unparalleled pride in, in the work they do? 
you want Kelly Bishop Incorporated in Chesaning. They offer quality construction for residential, business, and agriculture. Kelly Bishop Incorporated has the experienced team to ensure the job is not only done right, but in fact exceeds your expectations. Call Kelly Bishop Incorporated, 989-845-2101. Here's a counterplay to Muron around the left end. Gets about eight or nine. And I'll tell you right now, if the Hornets knock in another six-pointer here on this drive, Loyola's in trouble. They're in big trouble. This is a and big a, defensive stand right here. And this is exactly where Nolta wants you. They, they can take some time off the clock and then just continue to pound away the rock. They don't want to be throwing the ball. They don't want to get into an up-and-down no. game with Loyola. This is exactly what they want. 21-7. to The Hornets lead it. New Lothrop with the ball. Second down and a couple at the 41-yard line of Detroit Loyola. Or sends a man in motion away from us. Now play action. goes. Oh, he throws a pass up. It's up in the air and incomplete. Very dangerous. Not sure that was a very well-advised pass in the first place. He was throwing it downfield into double coverage. Second and short is usually a time where you like to take, kind of take those shots, but sometimes you just got to stop out thinking yourself and just keep running it right down the throw, which I think Clint Galvis is going to go right back to right now. Well, one thing you could say about Clint Galvis, he's aggressive. <laughs> he is. Uh, almost like a Ryan Day or a Steve yes. Sarkeesian, which is what we're going to see in the college football playoff here. So 21-7, to seven. and he definitely has his game face on. We got a, some movement on the line of scrimmage, and it's going to be offsides, and it's going to be a first down here for the Hornets the easy way. And that's the second time that's happened to Loyola. Yeah. So 21 to 7, and the big big storyline here really is we haven't called Big Derek Harmon's name much here at all. No. They've done a great job of blocking him up front, and you got to also credit uh, Coach Long for that. I mean, yep. he's the defensive coordinator, but he's also a big-time offensive line guy. Right. He's got them playing very well. And Harmon last week completely dominated this home team here, Bishop Foley. So it'll be or That's A little bit of a slap in the face to dominate a team and then go play a playoff game <laughs> no, on their, their turf field. the next week. <laughs> You're right. <clears throat> so or. Looking over that line of scrimmage, ten, still 10-28 to go here in the half. This is like the forever game. Fake to Muron, pass over here, complete. Julius Garza has it. He has the 30-yard line, comes up to the 20, and then is hauled down out of bounds there at the 20-yard line by Malik Marable. Yeah, he shook Foster right in the flats there. Yep. And that's where that's where the majority of Cam Moore's passing yards have come from, is a lot of yards after the catch on those bubble screens and quick slants. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. I mean, if you're going to pass the ball, those are the passes you want to stick to here. And that's what I love about this offense. I mean, bubble screens are so easy. It's basically just a, a running play that just gets the ball in the, out on the perimeter quicker than any handoff can. Did you run that much when All you were the in time. school? Yeah. And I think that that's something that's going to keep on getting more popular in football. Cam at quarterback, empties the backfield, Muron in motion. They'll hand it to him on the jet sweep. He goes around the left end, has a blocker in front of him, breaks one tackle, breaks another, and he's going to be close to first down yardage over on that far sideline. Yeah, it's almost as if New Lothrop said, oh, you have a Michigan State commit in the interior, we're just going to run it outside the entire night. <laughs> Smart move. <laughs> I'm not the most intelligent, but that's what, yeah. I, that's what I would do. <laughs> I remember playing against, I think, Saginaw, St. Peter, and Paul back in the day, and they had a big kid named Riotis Hayes, 420 pounds. I came in at backup quarterback and said, keep him off me. I'd say it. I can't imagine he was very good. 
Yeah, he was big. <laughs> Here's Orr keeping it himself. We have a penalty flag I thought I saw. Orr stays on his feet and takes it inside the 10-yard line, dragging players with him. The first guy he made miss right there was Harmon, who made quick pressure in the backfield, but he made a miss. All right, all our listeners at home, get on Facebook or Twitter. See if you can find Riotis Hayes. <laughs> Where did he play for? Would you say St. Paul's? Saginaw St. Peter's oh, okay. Paul. It's not, even, like... not even a school anymore. All That's right. how old that is. I thought you were talking about Owasso St. Paul's. No, no. All right. I was, was going to say. <laughs> we do have a penalty. It's going to be a false start on New Lothrop, so that will nullify that big play. So let's see where they end up putting the ball down at. 21-7, to New Lothrop on top, 9.25 to go here in our first half. Stick with us at halftime. We'll let you hear some messages from our sponsors back at the studios. And this week in high school sports, for the first time, not narrated by John Johnson, who retired after almost 40 years with the Michigan High School Athletic Association. A real good guy, and I want to wish him well in his retirement. Here's Cam Orr, second down, keeps it himself, cuts up field. This time he's hit at about the 15-yard line. Good pursuit that time by Jeff Hayes and also in on the hit. Joshua Watts in on that tackle. That was a pretty big hit by Watts there, too. That was. Took Orr off his feet, which isn't easy to do for a guy that's, you know, used to staying low to the ground as a wrestler. Get right underneath him. Third down and five coming up here for the Hornets. Four down territory for sure. They'll have three wideouts here on the near side of the field trying to knock it into the end zone to our right. Or clears out the backfield, sends Muir on to the right. Little swing pass out to him and took his eye off the ball as he felt pressure coming. Coming up quickly was number eight there, Braylon McDonald. Offense is staying out on the field here, fourth and yeah. five. I wouldn't be surprised if Nolope went back to that counter that Muron scored on earlier. Yeah, it could be. Either counter or possible another jet sweep. We'll yeah. see what they run here. Fourth and five. Ball at about the 14-yard line of Loyola. Man goes in motion. Now he's going to go set over there. They'll look to the sideline, maybe changing up the play call and decide to call timeout instead. So the Hornets call timeout. Stopping the clock with 8.23 to go. Big, big part of the game right here. 21-7, to 7, they lead Detroit Loyola. Where can you find good information on all kinds of topics related to the well-being of our student-athletes? Check out the health and safety page on the MHSAA website. Learn about multi-sport participation, heat and hydration, cardiovascular resources, as well as insurance benefits available for students. It's all on the health and safety page of MHSAA.com. Message from the High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Your number one New Lothrop Hornets fans, Auto Auto Owners Insurance and New Lothrop Insurance Service is a winning combination. They'll work with you to insure your home, auto, business, and life to keep everything you value safe, sound, secure. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Stop in and see Brian Gross or Mike Zicarda at New Lothrop Insurance Service at 7499 Cherry Street in New Lothrop. Call 810-638-5061 today. That's New Lothrop Auto Insurance Service, 810-638-5061. Well, Clint Galvis and his staff talking it over with the team right now. Let's see what play they come up with. 21-7. to They get the first down and a score. They can make it real tough on Loyola. Loyola, though, can stick with it here if they can stop the Hornets. Looks like they're going to go for a field goal. Uh, watch out for the fake. I don't know. 
They're going to put it down at uh, around the 21-yard line, 31-yard attempt here for Orr right now. Well, they so send a man in motion. Going There's on the here. fake. Little pass, halfback out. Oh, we had him. He had a neuron open. It was a good call, but Loyola holds. Had the man went right out a little bit high, but could have been brought in by Miron. Yeah. Well, I had a feeling, you know, <laughs> the kicking game isn't the strongest <laughs> in the world. Cam Orr just came in to kick, uh, what, this week? Was his first week kicking? Yeah. 31-yarder. So. Hey, one surprise you, the guy can do just about everything else. Why not have him kick? It was a well-designed play. Miron had a step. If the pass would have been right on the money, they would have, would have had the first down. But instead, goes back to Loyola. So they have life. Huge stop for Loyola. Absolutely. So Anthony Garrett has it. First and ten, the Bulldogs from their own 14-yard line. They'll hand it off to the running back up the middle, and there just really has been no room at all. The whole front line, Pasek, Prop, Burgess, the man Geno boys, they're all in on the action. I'm surprised how much this oil offensive line has been dominated because not only is it not allowing them to run the ball, but they're usual, you know, potent passing yeah. attack has taken a hit to it because they don't have any time to throw. Yeah, and I'm also a little bit surprised they haven't tried to get around the corners a little bit more. There's, they're not going to be able to run up the middle on this Hornet team. We can see that right now. Whether Harmon's in there or not. And he's lined up at the left tackle right now. Seven minutes and 40 seconds to go here. Second down in 11. Lost a yard on that last try. Garrett trying to point out directions to some of his players. Going to go straight back to pass. Throws one down the near sideline. Good arm up in the air. Okay. Pretty good coverage. Face guarding. But uh, it's no flag. Carson Mulcahy on coverage there that time. Never did turn around. No. Generally, uh, that's usually a face guarding, and that will be a penalty. I think the refs might have missed that one. Maybe. And I think, I think they allow a little of that in high school, though. There was a little bit of contact, and it's surprising, too, right in front of the uh, Loyola bench. I know they didn't like it, and the fans didn't either. It's funny, though. They had the referee, the back judge, in the middle of the field. I didn't see anybody on this sideline in, you know, in any position to make the call. The side judge. Yeah. So 7.24 to go. It's a big third down and 11. Coming up here for Loyola. Garrett back to throw. Throws one over here to the near sideline. Bounces off the helmet that time of Jason Hardy. Just like that, that's a third three and out for Loyola today. That is not going to get you back in this game after a big stop on fourth down. What's interesting is they've had Shenard Foster up at the top of the field, and he's double covered over there just by himself, and yet still Loyola can't get anything going. It's called good scouting. It's called good coaching. Why not just, oh, this guy's a... All-Stater, all he's an incredible athlete. Let's just take him away. Let's put two guys on yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> Seems simple, doesn't it? So it'll be a punt situation here for the Bulldogs. Miles McFarland in, stepping just in front of his end zone. Low snap. No pressure, though. Kicks it up. Kind of a side-winding Uh-oh. kick again. And bounce it around, and it'll be down at about the 38. So the Hornets back in Incredible business field playing position. with that short field one more time. Leading it by 14 over Detroit Loyola. Still 7-10 to go in the half. 
William Graham Tax and Accounting in Corona has been servicing mid-Michigan since 1985. Professional tax and bookkeeping services for individuals, corporations, the self-employed, and partnerships. Conveniently located on Bacchus Street in Corona, a couple of blocks from McCurdy Park. If you have questions, contact the experienced staff and schedule your free consultation. For more details on William Graham Tax and Accounting, stop by, give them a call, or find them online at grahamaccounting.biz. All right, Hornets with the football, leading it 21-7. to They'll have two wideouts on the far side, a wideout over here on the near side, Muron in motion away from us. We'll swing pass out to him, has a blocker, cuts back against the grain, now goes back again to the sideline, has some room. Breaks <laughs> another tackle, gets it to the 30. Highlight real tape that time, man. That's one of those things that if ESPN was covering this game, they would have the tracker on it and cover that he covered about 40 yards yeah. and gained about 10. Great athleticism, some nice moves on the turf. I was down in the field talking to Coach Galvis before the game. You know, I said, How, any, any information you pass on to me? He said, no, it's about time we play football. But the field's in good, I mean, it's a real nice turf field here. Good traction, and the weather has cooperated, other than I'm, I am going to shut that window at halftime, if you don't mind. That wind is whipping in here. <laughs> Noise is, my nose is starting to run a little bit. <laughs> I will notice you are a little bit infatuated with field turf. I, I love it. I think every high school should just invest the money and have it. Here is oh, Orr breaks one tackle, but uh, the Bulldogs this time come across the line and do a nice job on him. Josh Watts in on that tackle again for the Bulldogs. Well, the, the Loyola defense is starting to toughen up a little bit, but you have to wonder, even though they're only down a couple scores, right. is it too little too late for how little of production we've seen from Loyola's offense? Well, right now, if you're the Hornets, you've got to hang on to the ball because a, a big fumble or pass interception could uh, change the momentum yeah. in, a, in a hurry. And here take as much time off the clock as you can. Right. Down under six half. minutes to go in the half. Or taking his time right now. Two wideouts here on the near side, going left to right, or... Runs the option, hands it off, and again, good surge up front there by Loyola. Looked like it might have been misread by Orr on that one. Yeah. If he had kept that one around the edge, I think he would have had a little bit of daylight. Looks like Rakeem Boyer maybe was in on that tackle. They've been mixing players in and out here defensively, and a good surge up front that time. New Lothar is not comfortable operating in a third and long like this. So third and 13. Let's see what play they can dial up for Coach Galvis. Hornets will send Raphael Woods way out on the far side. They'll bring Bryce Cheney over here on the near side. I think they're just going to try to get about half of this back right now, and it's two down territory. Late sub comes in. Cannon Cromwell lines up in the slot over this way. Muron comes this way. They're looking right. Muron gets it. Cuts back against the green. Couple other moves at the 30, across the 30, takes a shot at the sideline. Well, you say that I like to keep you young and hip. He took a couple of angles on that play. He did, definitely broke some. So we got fourth down and oh, about nine coming up here for the Hornets. Definitely a four down spot on the field. Well, we'll see if Klingalis wants to dip back into his bag of tricks again on fourth down here. Maybe a reverse of some sort, possibly, but we'll see. We've seen them do a double pass numerous times in the past. That's something he always has in his toolbox. Oh, yeah. So it'll be Orr, empty backfield. Let's see what play they come up with here. Muron lines up over on the left side. Orr takes it, rolls to his left. Steps he up. He has Garza. He has a man open. It's caught. 
and is Garza, and it's a completion for the first down. Real well-designed play there, running to his left. He had players flooding that whole side. Great play to call against a zone coverage defense and wide open on the deep out route right there. Yeah, there's no way they could cover it. And that's a really tough throw, rolling to your left and having to throw across your body like that. It's really hard for that ball not to sail on you, and he keeps it hissing right in the chest. You know what I like to call that? That's a big-time move there, Jerry. (laughs) Good throw. Pro move. Pro move. Here's or counter play goes to Muron. Boy, he's hogtied to the turf that time, trying to get around the left end. Yeah, Galvis wants the horse collar call right there. That's the same play that we saw Muron score just a little bit earlier today. Yeah, Ramon Murray on the tackle. He read it well and held his ground nicely against Muron. Looks like Muron might be shaken up a little bit, maybe a little bit of a neck stinger because he hit the turf pretty hard with his helmet, but he's staying in there. Tough kid. These new Lothrop kids are tough. So second down. Ball at the, what, the 14-yard line? Second down and goal. Or at QB, takes a stamp. Keeps it himself, cuts up the middle. Takes it inside the 10, brought down at around the 5. McFarland there in on the tackle. Also helping out with Rakeem Boyer. So we got 3 minutes and 22 seconds to go in the first half. New Lothrop leads it 21-7. to Trying to add to that lead. Third and goal ball just right around the 6-yard line. You're listening to WJSZ, Ashley Owasso, home of New Lothrop Tournament Football. Here's the option, or keeps it himself, cuts up field to about the two. Broke a tackle right at the line of scrimmage and surged forward. Fourth and goal down. Now, if I put my coaching hat on, I go for it. I don't try a kick here, even though you're kicking... 100%, 100, 100%, and I think even more than that, I'm keeping it in Orr's hands. Yeah. And uh, he's going to have to break maybe one or two tackles to score, but I, I trust him. Two and a half minutes to go. Both teams with two timeouts. Do you just go for it here, or do you think if you're Coach Galvis, maybe you call a timeout talk it over? No, I think you go for it. I think that they look like to be a little bit more well-conditioned than the Loyola, so just keep them on the run. And oh, they draw them offside. It's going to move them halfway closer. Yeah, half the distance to the goal. I'll tell you what, Coach Galvis gets on the field a lot. <laughs> he comes out there. He's a, he's just very active. That's kind of what we want from Jim Harbaugh, isn't it? Absolutely. Coming, a little bit more energy. More about that at halftime when we get our chance to do our little three-point podcast preview. So fourth down and goal from the one. Hornets have it. They'll send Raphael Woods out on the far side. They'll bring Bryce Cheney way out this way. Completely spread the field. Muron in motion. They fake it to him. It's Orr. Dives over the line. Does he get it? Touchdown, New Lothrop. He cartwheeled over to the over the goal line. Clint Galvis chest bumps him <laughs> over on the sideline. You're exactly right. We need to see that from Harbaugh. But in high school football, there ain't no replay coming. So it's a touchdown. 27-7 to 7 now, New Lothrop. 
<laughs> Man, it's pretty simple to call those goal line plays when you have a runner like Camor, heavyweight wrestler. Yeah, what did you say? How Give often, it to and how often do you see a heavyweight wrestler be able to jump over a guy like that? Right. Well, how often do you see all state wrestlers star at quarterback? <laughs> Gabe Dean, loyal. I loyal. guess so. I guess <laughs> that's there, about the only some. other one. That's the only other one I can think of. Yeah. Twenty-seven to seven. Here's the kick, or kicks that one right into the line. So it's blocked. Never had a chance, but we had a minute 49 to go here in our first half. Hornets on top by 20. New Lola Area schools offer the highest quality educational programs and extracurricular activities all within a small, close-knit community. Test scores rank among the highest in the county and above average in the state. Plus, New Lothrop area schools utilize learning tools like iPads, Chromebooks, Google tablets, and new computers for student use. The Hornets are also known for strong athletics and critical elementary programs like Developmental, ki developmental Kindergarten, PBIS, and Latchkey. For more information, visit newlothrop.k12.mi.us. Well, 27-7 now, New Lothrop on top. Minute 49 to go. I mean, you really have no choice if you're Loyola but to air it out and try to put a score on before the half, but I'd be very wary of a potential interception that could give New Lothrop a short field. Well, keep in mind, too, Loyola won the toss and elected to receive, so the Hornets will get the ball to start the second half. Another big advantage, especially leading it by 20 right now. So Hornets will kick it. Cam Orr, Mr. Everything. Looked like he might have been shaken up just a little bit, limping just a hair. He took a hard shot at the goal line, but he wasn't going to be denied. Yeah, once the adrenaline wore off, wore off after the chest bump and all the <laughs> celebrating, I think you start to feel that one a little bit. Yeah, I think so, too. You'll probably feel it more tomorrow. Here is the kick. Good kick. Yeah, deep down all the way to around the five-yard line. Deep man brings it back this way. Number 14 has a couple blockers ahead of him. And then he is slowed down at about the 30 and is run out of bounds. Rashawn Wells with that return. Decent return up to about the 30, but a minute 39 to go in the half. The Hornets lead at 27 to 7. These first couple plays are always so big um, when you have like a two-minute warning or two-minute type drill because if you get halted, then you go into, oh, let's burn the clock. Mm -hmm. But if you can get a quick first down, then you go, okay, let's see if we can score. As I mentioned, the Hornets and the Bulldogs each have two timeouts left. We'll see what happens after this play. Single coverage on Foster this time. Garrett takes it, hands it off to a running back up the middle. Kind of fooled the Hornets that time a little bit. Good gain, has first down yardage to about the 40-yard line. I think the Hornets definitely were thinking pass. Just a little dive play up the middle. Muron finally brought the ball carrier Kamari right down. Yeah, that's a great play call, but New Lothar, man, they've really kept this F5 offense in check. Yep. <laughs> Again, here is uh, Kamari Wright this time, a dive up the middle, and he stopped right at the line of scrimmage that time. Cody Krupp was there at the bottom of the pile to bring him down. Also helping out was Julius Garza. This is a veteran, well-coached New Lothar Hornet team. Clock will continue to run with a minute seven to go. Gosh, if you're loyal, I wouldn't hurry too much here. Hornets got two timeouts they can burn. Here's a rush. The quarterback's going to be sacked. And we'll see. Does Northrop call a timeout here? I absolutely should. Big sack here. If you're Coach Galvis, don't you call it? Up by 20 right now. I don't think you no, do. Let it go. I think you, you do get the ball. Yeah, you're happy going into half up 20. 
last thing you need is Loyola to get a little bit of momentum off of you know a deep play or yeah, that's, that's unlikely, but you could probably see the right call. But I, I you know, my aggressiveness came out right there, Jared. <laughs> a little too aggressive. You're just knowing how Gallus is about as aggressive as they come, but that's a little even too much for him. I don't know. Well, here is Garrett to throw. They almost picked off for six. Right on the hands of Julius Garza. So it brings up fourth down. Wow. So New Lothar will have two timeouts to work offensively if Loyola punts it here, and they got to punt it. You can't take a chance to give the Hornets the ball at the 35 with 20 seconds to go. As it is, I wouldn't count out this Hornet big strike I, and, team. And I think the, they're going to come after this punt, I would believe. Well, they're not... The deep guy's not going back too quickly yeah. here, playing it kind of safe. I don't blame him there. Looks like number four back this time, Bryce Cheney, normally the free safety. So they're just, he's back there kind of leery, thinking it might be a fake, but it's a low kick. Hornets just going to let it bounce, and it's going to bounce and bounce, and here at the bounce house, Jared, to about the 33. <laughs> All right. Victory Heating and Cooling, serving all of Michigan, is proud to feature Train Heating and Cooling products. Train has the right system for your home. Victory Heating and Cooling has Michigan's best HVAC installers and service crews in the business and would love and appreciate the opportunity to serve you and your home. Victory Heating and Cooling, featuring Train products, the best team with the best products for your home. Visit VictoryHeatingAndCooling.com or call 989-224-7171. Well, if you're new those here, I guess I would just say kneel it down and go to the locker room. Don't take any chances on turning it over. No, it looks no. like that's exactly what they're going to do. So, Or takes the snap under center. It's going to wind down the first half clock. And hope you're enjoying this wherever you're at. I know if you're a Loyola listener, probably not so much. But New Lothrop leads it 27-7 to over Detroit Loyola right here on Z92.5. And with that, we'll send things back to the studios. And we'll check back in with you in about 10 minutes or so. New Lothrop Area Schools offers the highest quality educational programs and extracurricular activities, all within a small, close-knit community. Test scores rank among the highest in the county and above average in the state. Plus, New Lothrop Area Schools focus on preparing students for future success, including career technical education programs and promoting K-12 technology in the classroom. The Hornets are also known for strong athletics and critical elementary programs like developmental kindergarten, PBIS, and latchkey. For more information, visit newlothrop.k12.mi.us. Getting the kids to practice on time. Remembering if it's your day to bring snacks. Making it to the game with a clean jersey. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. Auto owners works with independent agents who answer when you call. So you can worry about more important things. Like whether your kid is going to run toward first or third base. That's simple human sense. Your number one New Lothrop Hornets fans, Auto Owners Insurance, and New Lothrop Insurance Service is a winning combination. They'll work with you to insure your home, auto, business, and life to keep everything you value safe, sound, secure. Auto Owners Insurance, the no problem people. Stop in and see Brian Gross or Mike Zicarda at New Lothrop Insurance Service at 7499 Cherry Street in New Lothrop. Call 810-638-5061 today. That's New Lothrop Insurance Service, 810-638-5061. 
Save now during the winter clearance event at Bex Trailer Superstore. With 1,300 trailers on 45 acres, Bex offers America's largest trailer selection, so you'll find the trailer that fits your needs and your budget. During Bex winter clearance event, save on hundreds of open and enclosed trailers, plus take advantage of our easy financing programs with payments from $69 a month with approved credit. We work with many local and national lenders to get you the best rate and lowest payment. For the best selection of the best trailers at unbeatable prices, call Bex or visit BexTrailerStore.com. This week in high school sports takes a look at the return of fall tournaments, how officials are selected for football playoffs, and one shining example of sportsmanship. I'm John Ross, and welcome back to This Week in High School Sports. It's been just about two months since our last update, and while not much has changed on the field, a lot has changed off of it. Thanks to a COVID-19 rapid test pilot program with the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services, fall sports have resumed, picking up where we left off in mid-November. Being able to complete fall sports has really been our number one goal since August and especially since November. We wanted these kids and teams and really the entire communities to be able to finish their season and get the closure that they so very much deserve. That was MHSA Executive Director Mark Ewell. Every player on every team left participating in the fall tournament must take three COVID-19 rapid tests each week in order to finish fall tournaments as safely as possible. Obviously, safety is the number one priority. We want to play, but we have to do it safely. The rapid testing protocol and program has allowed us to do that. 11-player football will play the semifinals on January 16th, and finish with the finals in eight divisions on January 22nd and 23rd at Ford Field. The finals for eight-player football will be played on January 16th. Volleyball will be playing their quarterfinal round on Tuesday, January 12th at neutral sites, and then semifinals and finals on January 14th, 15th, and 16th at the Kellogg Arena in Battle Creek. Diving finals are on January 15th. The swim finals the next day on the 16th, and those will be at Hudsonville, Grand Rapids Northview, and Lake Orion High School. As always, check out MHSAA.com for the latest game times and news. Back with more in a moment, you're listening to This Week in High School Sports. Everyone in sports is in search of the elusive perfect game. Making every shot, completing every pass, striking everyone out, getting each call right. That's right, game officials enjoy the competition and seek perfection just like the players do. If you still have that competitive streak and want to help kids by giving back, maybe becoming a high school official is for you. To register, log on to MHSAA.com. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look at the fine art of officiating with Brent Rice. Today we're going to talk about how officials are selected for the MHSAA football playoffs. Just as the best teams advance in the tournament week after week, the best officiating crews advance in the tournament in much the same way. For a crew to be eligible for an assignment, many requirements have to be met prior to the season. Submission of their season schedule making sure that the crew has completed the annual rules meeting as well as a football rules test. Much weight is given to ratings. Each crew is rated by schools following each game as well as observation reports where officiating experts go out and either watch crews work live 
or on video in making sure that the best crews advance throughout the tournament. Thanks, Brent. You can be a referee. Go to the MHSAA website now to register. Saw her down, and it was just kind of instinct to go right up to her and pick her up. Maggie Duba, a junior runner for Grand Rapids West Catholic, was trying to finish strong at the Lower Peninsula Division II Girls cross-country finals in early November. She was on the home stretch when she saw Remus Chippewa Hills junior Sarah Story had fallen and was struggling to get up. After that, it was like a struggle, I guess. Like I was trying to see if I could crawl or something, and I was just kind of stuck a little bit before Maggie got to me. Just 20 yards from the finish line, Maggie stopped to help Sarah to her feet, encouraging her to finish the race. Kept walking her a little bit once she was up and got her running. And then when she was running a little bit, I slowly kind of let go so she could finish on her own. And I ran to the finish. Um, a little bit ahead of her. Maggie's incredible act of sportsmanship may have hurt her time, but it allowed a fellow competitor to also cross the finish line. You can read more about Maggie and Sarah's story on the second half page of the MHSAA website. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, a production of the MHSAA Network. Thanks for joining us. I'm John Ross, and we'll see you next week. When you think of going to the dentist, do you think about pain? Pain doesn't have to be part of your dental experience. Dr. Dennis Hoffman utilizes the most advanced techniques available, including pain-free injection techniques. That's right, your dental experience can be pain-free and gentle with the help of Dr. Dennis Hoffman. Enjoy family-friendly, anxiety-free dental appointments in a state-of-the-art facility with the latest technology. We offer all phases of care, including braces, cosmetic dentistry, root canals, implants, and gum disease treatment. We'll give you tailored professional care to meet your individual wants and needs, with payment options to suit your budget. Initial consultations are free. When it comes to your dental health, choose the experience and expertise of Dr. Dennis Hoffman. Dr. Hoffman provides a steric system for crown placement. This innovative 3D technique is less painful, more convenient, and can be completed in one visit. With Velscope screening, oral cancer can be detected and treated at the earliest stage possible and may save your life. With the latest advancements, you can experience pain-free injection techniques. Contact Dr. Dennis Hoffman, 103 Front Street in Ovid. Call 989-834-2298. That's 989-834-2298. Or visit drdennishoffman.com. Get a free consultation. Put your best smile forward with Dr. Dennis Hoffman. Today on Hey Culligan, cleaner, safer drinking water. We got Chris in Cleveland. Hey Culligan, I have a water pitcher. Is that safe? Uh, basic water pitchers are, let's say, passable, but a Culligan reverse osmosis system can do way more and help reduce lead, arsenic, something called pesticide runoff. Uh, hey Culligan? Yeah, Chris? I I'll take one of those reverse. Uh, reverse uh, osmosis to get the mostas out of your drinking water? Chris, we're already on the way. Let us help you out with a free in-home water test with a local Culligan water expert at Culligan.com. There's no escape. You can't hide. They're following you. Your cravings for nacho fries will never stop. The warm nacho cheese sauce and savory Mexican spices will not let you get away. So there's only one thing left to do. Run to Taco Bell because nacho fries are back.
Head to Taco Bell and silence your cravings before a nacho fries disappear again. Only at Taco Bell. At participating U.S. locations for a limited time only. Well, we're back here at the Bounce House, Venture Field in uh, Madison Heights, Michigan. New Lothar bleeds it here at the half over Detroit Loyola's Bulldogs, 27-7. The winner of this game will take on the winner of this afternoon's Schoolcraft and Jackson Lumen Christie contest. With Jared Fattel, I'm Ted Fattel. And, uh, Jared, what we like to do at halftime is kind of do a miniature version of Three Point Podcast where we get into all topic sports, specifically Michigan type of sports. And... Uh, well, let's talk, first of all, about Jim Harbaugh sticking around in Ann Arbor. Took a bit of a pay cut in his base salary, but very incentive-laden, which I like the idea of giving him more money if he can beat Ohio State. God knows he needs to. And, uh, you know, your thoughts on Harbaugh sticking around? I've had my opinion changed on Harbaugh so much this offseason, but the thing that has most notably striked me was the hiring of Steve Sarkeesian for Texas because I feel like if that's who Texas gets, I don't know if that was necessarily a home run hire. Who exactly is Michigan supposed to get if they do let go of Harbaugh? I know that's not necessarily how you want to act as a program is, you know, well, what else could we get? But Harbaugh is and has been a heck of a football coach. The only problem that I see with this Michigan team is, one, the lack of recruiting. They have been out-recruited by Ohio State and even Penn State and some of these other Big Ten schools, and, of course, the Alabama teams down in the SEC. If they can get their recruiting back on check, I think that Harbaugh is still the, still knows his X's, X's and O's well enough where they're going to be able to win some football games. Yeah, and I know we've talked about it, and many people have. I mean, the Jim Harbaugh that came to Ann Arbor, the Jim Harbaugh that played the game of football for Bo Schembechler was a fiery type of individual. He was fiery when he first came in those first three years. You know, so it was excitement. But what you, happened? I, my hypothesis is that the AD and maybe some boosters said, hey, like that's not how we act at Michigan. We, we don't get flags thrown us, on us as uh, Michigan coaches. We don't act that way. And I think the problem with that is that this is how this guy coaches. Players love that. I love coaches that are super animated, like a Dabo Sweeney-type guy. Yeah, sure, guys like Nick Saban work. But the reason Nick Saban works is because he's just a, a, a genius. Those guys are once in a lifetime, him, Bill Belichick. I like coaches like Jim Harbaugh in the past where he's animated on the sidelines. He gets guys excited. It makes you want to root for him. Yeah. No, that's a theory, and it's definitely a theory I've heard. But I have a hard time believing that he would do that, especially when things weren't going his way now for what? two and a half seasons, even the last two games, uh, you know, the last two years and then this season, I mean, why, would, why wouldn't he just say, the hell with you guys, I'm going to be myself because i got a job to fight for. Well, I think what's interesting is I've actually heard this as a rumor, too, is that he's possibly taking some medication. I've heard Maybe that Maybe to help myself. with stress, which... You know, say what you will about the position of being a head coach at Michigan. Uh, he could retire tomorrow and not have to work another day in his life. So maybe reduce the stress a little bit. I don't understand how it's that stressful on you. Stress, or let's let's look at it this way. Maybe, who knows? Everybody is different out there, and especially with depression. Who knows if he's, he might be suffering from depression? Who yeah, knows? Yeah, potentially. I, you, definitely. The thing that about Jim Harbaugh is, and always will be, he was a home run hire when we got him. Everyone in Michigan, every Michigan fan, every Michigan player, every Michigan booster wanted this guy. And yet when we brought him in, we decided, oh, we don't want him to be himself. Yeah. We don't want to be this. We don't, we don't want him to be the NFL guy that we saw. By the way, I didn't vote on that. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was almost until they started losing that we started really noticing it. it yeah. It's a huge storyline nowadays that in yeah. the past, really, I didn't even notice until a few weeks ago, honestly. Yeah, I mean, it was so clearly evident in the early two or three seasons that he was 
kind of a, a, a caged animal along the sideline, <laughs> if you want to use something like that. He, he was, you know, very intense, and that changed. And we'll see if it, if it comes back. But I think more importantly, like you mentioned, you got to have the recruits. And he better make a home run hire on the defensive coordinator. I think I heard that they hired uh, his brother's linebacker's coach from the Ravens. I don't know if that's official, but that's what I heard. If that is the truth, I think it's very good news because, one, I don't think John Harbaugh is going to screw over his brother Jim. Mm-hmm. And, two, it's a, it's a, it's a, somebody new. It's not another right. retread of kind of like what we went through with Don Brown, which is he was the top coordinator at Boston College, mm-hmm. brought him into Michigan, and after a few years it seems like his scheme relied a lot heavier on just having stud athletes, stud corners that can cover man-to-man. Where it wasn't as much, he was very good at X's and O's. This is the kind of exciting banter that you would hear every week on Three Point Podcast. Uh, definitely check out our podcast. Uh, we're, the only one we're missing is Matt Burns. Maybe next week we'll hook him up on the phone with us here at halftime to make it an official Three Point Podcast. But. Uh, yeah, we have a lot of fun with it. We've had some good guests. We've got some good guests coming up. If you've never checked it out, follow us on any of the social media sites at Three Point Pod. Uh, Jared. It's almost, uh, technically it's basketball season, really, January 9th. Uh, Michigan State struggling for Tom Izzo, lost a heartbreaker last night to Purdue at home. Michigan just rolling. And the big storyline after that loss to Purdue last night is Michigan State, whether or not they're even going to be able to make the tournament, which I think would be the first time under Izzo that they would have missed it. But I just look it up, up and down that team. They struggle on offense. I mean, Aaron Henry is their go-to scorer, and I'm not sure if he's ready for that type of workload yet. And then on defense, they're giving up big-time points, uh, you know, 80s, three or four straight games right in the middle of those losses. So I'm just really worried all around about that team. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, it just shows how valuable Cassius Winston was. I mean, when it was time to hit the big shot, he hit the big shot. And who was the other kid that went to the NBA? What was uh, Xavier Tillman. Yeah, I mean, he, those two guys were Stunts. very important. And this is the first Izzo team that I've seen in my entire life and that hasn't had a stud point guard. They don't. They have A.J. Hoggard. He's okay. Foster Lawyer. People thought maybe by this time in his career he would have stepped up into the role. Yeah, Mark like didn't type. work out. It, it's just not working out. And, and that's the biggest thing for Izzo. He's always had that stud point guard. That's been the floor general for him. Well, on the other side of the coin, you got uh, the University of Michigan. Juwan Howard really has shown in his short time as a head coach in the Big Ten, looks like he's got the goods. He definitely can recruit. Looks like he can coach. He's got uh, the the veteran assistant by his side. I mean, things are looking real rosy down there in Ann Arbor. The huge story is Dickinson, freshman yeah. phenom. I, I can't believe that this guy is as good as he is at any point in his career, let alone as a true freshman. But Jawan Howard and Phil Martelli, I think the thing that they have going for them very well, and this is what I heard in an interview with Dickinson, actually, is that they kind of have a nice little, like, not necessarily good cop, bad cop routine, but the, the young gun, uh, Jawan Howard, and then the old, wise uh, assistant coach and Phil Martelli. And they have great culture. Yeah, and I mean, it's nice that they have really good depth. Because, yes. you know, you don't want Isaiah Livers being the guy that you just absolutely have to rely on. You know, they've got uh, Wagner, and they've, it's just a good combination. You know, they're deep. They're fun to watch. And the position we were worried about heading into this year was point guard. And Eli Brooks, I mean, I don't love that he's number 55, but he's playing very well. <laughs> he is. Yeah, he very much is. Uh, also, we are here at Wild Card Weekend. you got three NFL games today, three more tomorrow. Colts and Bills are going at it as we speak a little later today. The Rams and Seahawks and the Buccaneers and the Washington football team. Anything today stand out to you that uh, 
you know, you're interested in as far as storylines? I mean, I think the must-watch game is going to be the Rams versus the Seahawks uh, because, one, Russell Wilson is just must-watch whenever he's on TV, especially in the playoffs. He's always a tough out. But the game that I'm worried about, I think everyone, you know, Buffalo Bills have kind of been America's team this season. But I think over 90% of the money in Las Vegas is on them to cover a six-point spread. And you know what that usually means. Could be an upset coming. And I'll tell you what, I was impressed watching the Colts play this year. You know, They spanked the Lions, which isn't saying much, but they've got a pretty good team. Phil Rivers is kind of on a redemption thing, so we'll see how that game shakes down. We'll be able to listen to second half in the ride home. And then tomorrow, of course, another full slate with the Ravens, Titans starting things off. That's going to be a fun one. The Bears, who made it in the playoffs, I think they're going to get destroyed by the Saints. And then uh, Steelers-Browns. I think that's a, kind of a fun game. We know COVID's hit Cleveland and their head coach, but uh, it's a good matchup. It is a good matchup, but we saw the Lions without their head coach against the Buccaneers. Yes, the Buccaneers are a lot better than the Lions, but they're not what was it like a 40-point victory right. better than the Lions. It's so hard to win an NFL game as is. Now do it without your head coach who appears to be just everything that he was made out to be. That's an absolute great coach. That absolutely is the kind of hire that the Lions got to come up with. And I think I've been hearing that uh, one of the real front runners is Marvin Lewis, formerly of Cincinnati. I'm I'm not overly excited about that. I mean, he was a solid NFL coach, but he's you know I I, I don't know. I want to see fresh blood myself. I'd like solid. Haven't we been talking like that, that with, a, with a, a program and a franchise like the Lions that have been bad for so long? You need to hire the next Saban or the next Belichick to really revamp this franchise. And we know 100% that that's not Marvin Lewis. So yeah. I don't love the hire at all. Yeah. All right, we'll have second half action coming. Right after this, from one of our great sponsors here on Z92.5. The second half page of the MHSAA website gets you closer to the action of features on high school sports from around the state. Weekly coaches, coaches associations, rankings, and coverage of MHSAA tournament finals. It's a great read with fresh content nearly every week, weekday during the school year. Make the MHSAA's second half your first stop for high school sports information. A message from Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Well, Jared, second half action about ready to go. New Lothar will receive the kick. They're in charge right now, 27-7. to 7. we got a second half of action, another 24 minutes. But if you're the Hornets, got to keep it rolling on the ground, right? Mix in a pass here and there, but... Yeah, the, the clock's going to be their best friend uh, yep. the second half. And if you're a loyal, I wouldn't hate the idea of maybe even an onside kick here. You haven't shown any true consistent ability to stop North of offense down 20 points second half last game a lot of these guys are going to play might as well onside kick it right now you know not a bad thought deep is will miron up in front of him julius garza and rafael woods mark marquise henderson is that he in there no i think it's 44 going to kick yep, the ball miles mcfarland going to kick it here marquise henderson got injured a little earlier number four Hopefully he'll be all right, but he was banged up his leg. It didn't look like he was going to see any further action. Second half ready to go. It'll be New Lothrop receiving to our left. Trying to knock it into the south end zone here at Venture Field. We're at Madison Heights Bishop Foley. Here's the kick. High, short, end over end. Muron fields it at the 22, 25, up to the 30. In the middle of the pile and it up across the 35-yard line where he's brought down at about the 37. So, New Lothrop with the ball. Offensively again, Curry, Birch, Taylor, Burgess, and Simmons up front. Done a nice job. Raphael Woods and Bryce Cheney, along with Julius Garza, are the wideouts normally, and then Garrett Mangino and Will Miron will line up 
somewhere in that backfield most of the time in the slot. Or is operated most of the time with an empty backfield. So this time he'll send Bryce Cheney over here on this side. He's got a bunch formation on the other side. They'll send Muron in motion. They throw a pass complete to him. He's looking for some blockers. Jukes past one man, comes up across the 40 to about the 43-yard line. Finally brought down by Miles McFarland, the All-State Honorable Mention linebacker. So second half underway here from Madison Heights. He's really good at keeping his base under him. It reminds me almost of the old-timey saying, what is it, you can't tackle this guy in like a phone booth? That's kind of <laughs> how he runs. That's about like right. a lot like a Alvin Kamara-type runner. You're throwing out a term from my day? Is that what that was for? <laughs> I like that term. I think that term needs to stick around. 27-7, to 7, New Lothrop on top. Second half just underway with Jared Fattel. I'm Ted Fattel. Coming this way, Bryce Cheney. He'll line up here on the near sideline. Horn is going left to right. Cam Orr, standout quarterback. Empties the backfield, double slots. Now he'll send a man in motion this way. They fake it to him, or he'll keep it himself. Cuts back against the green, 45 at midfield. Slides into Bulldog territory at about the 47-yard line. Coming from behind, Derek Harmon to bring him down. And again, we haven't called his name a whole heck of a lot. The stud lineman on his way to Michigan State to play for Mel Tucker next year. He's big. I think, you know, they had him listed anywhere from 340 to 360. I think he's probably 355 today. No uh, stats on either roster as far as heights or weights, which I hate that. But, ooh, a little wildcat look here. Muron takes the direct snap. He's got Orr leading the blocking around left end. Another new little wrinkle by Clint Galvis. <laughs> I mean, you know, just classic. I mean, he mixes it up. They move move different plays in and out. That nice and safe play. Well, why not? Just direct snap to Muron to have your big quarterback leading the blocking. New Lothar was a lot like Loyola, where in the past, even in Galvis's first years, they were kind of more of like a wing T type team. Mm-hmm. Now they've adapted pretty much entirely to the spread, which is just so impressive to me, how Galvis can just switch like that, and they improved. They not only didn't miss a beat, they improved. It really is today's day and age offense, really, when you think about it. I Mm -hmm. mean, almost all teams are running some variation of the spread. There still are some diehards out there with the T and the the running backs in the backfield, but uh, this is fun offense to watch. This jet sweep, they fake it, or keeps it himself, takes it across the 35, still on his feet, finally knocked back, but gets first down yardage for the Hornets. New Lothar bleeds it 27-7, and that'll move the chains again. It's impressive to me that um, even with the lack of practices, they have, they, with as many meshes as the New Lothar runs, they haven't had any fumbled ones, and it's very difficult for Loyola on such a pra- di- short practice schedule to try to defend like an option offense like this. Absolutely. Because there's a lot of teams where in college where if they have like an Army or a service academy on the schedule, they they practice against those option packages all year round. So Orr takes a snap, hands it off this time to number three, Julius Garza. Couldn't get around the left corner. Good defensive surge that time. Looks like number 44, Miles McFarland at the bottom of the pile. He's been active here defensively for the Bulldogs this afternoon. Yeah, I think Loyola has to take some chances with a lot of blitzes and just kind of hope that New Northrop's not going to be able to connect on those deep passes like they haven't thus far. Yeah, and they're also going to have to try and uh, hatchet the ball whenever possible and try and get a turnover here. Second down and ten. New Lothrop on top. Empty backfield again. Now they do have a running back to the left of Cam Orr. 
They fake it to him. A little swing pass out this way to Garza. Garza cuts it upfield. Real good coaching, real good now. That time, instead of trying to get outside, he just caught the ball, went north and south. That time, he definitely went north and south, literally. <laughs> yeah, you can't say enough about just this offensive scheme for New Lothrop. So that'll set the ball third and manageable, third and a couple yards to go. The ball inside the 30-yard line of Loyola. Huge, huge moment here for Loyola. They absolutely could not allow Dulothrop to score on this drive. I think I said that a couple times, but this is hugely important. Here's the handoff to Muron. Cuts left, breaks a tackle. He just does not go down with an arm tackle, and he spins at the 20 down to the 15-yard line. I'm surprised that he hasn't gotten more attention from, you know, whether it's Division II level, like maybe a, a Grand Valley or something like that, because he is a tough runner. I think if he just improved his hands a little bit, he could be one heck of a slot at yeah. the next level. We'll do a little homework before next week's game, if indeed we have a next game. Hornets are looking pretty good right now, and uh, you can see the mannerisms by Loyola. They're definitely, they're, here's another old, tan, old man term for you, their daubers are down. I don't even know what, is that their head? <laughs> I don't know. What I don't know what a dauber is either. I just know it's been a term forever. Wow. <laughs> so, that's, glad that one got retired. Yeah. We won't bring it out again. Or keeps it this time himself to about the 15-yard line. Somebody out there, get on the Internet look up what a dauber is. I know dauber was uh, an assistant coach for uh, uh, the old show Coach. Remember that show? <laughs> I think you're are you asking around. I'm just, I'm, just throwing, I'm just throwing stuff out at this point. I'm trying to, I was trying to remember who starred in that. Craig T. Nelson, that's who it was. Dauber was his assistant, along with Jerry Van Dyke. Here's Orr, pass over the middle. He has a man open, but just overshot Julius Garza. Needed to just put just a hair more air underneath that or throw it just a hair sooner. Third and ten coming up for the Hornets. Ball at the 15-yard line of Loyola. Yeah, the little play-action seam pass. It's something that you you know run a few plays right in a row to set it up, and then you hope that you can capitalize on it, but you can't there. Hmm. We got one of our friends here in the press box looked up Dauber, but I, that doesn't make sense, does it, to my comment? <laughs> Basically like a felt pen. <laughs> like the end of a test? Oh. Here's Orr, third down. Third and ten from the 15. Rolls to his right. Oh, back against oh. the green. It's hanging. Oh, it's caught. Touchdown. New Lothrop. Cannon Cromwell. The play that never works thrown against the body. Worked there for the Hornets. That's the classic. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah. As soon as it's caught. And Risky it, play, but he's got the arm strength to do it. And again, Galvis over there doing chest bumps that time with Raphael Woods. He's having fun. What a great head coach. Seriously. He'd be a blast to play for. Wow, big-time play by the Hornets, and, I, you know, you mentioned it earlier about the route. It's sure looking like it, isn't it? 33-7 to right now, and I, it'd, be a, it'd be a major miracle, I think, at this point if Loyola came back and stole this one from the Hornets. I mean, and if I, if, uh, I think the listeners, and if I remember right, you looked at me like I was crazy when I said that. Well, we didn't have to describe that. But. <laughs> well, how dumb you made me felt when I said it. I did. I, I think I almost need to bring it back around to you. That's yeah, an uncle's job. Well, the kick is up by Orr, barely gets over the upright. Good. So New Lothrop leads it here, 34-7. to And we'll further look into Dauber. 
Gross Moore Sales at 2314 Ditch Road in Northrop is your Country Clipper headquarters. They feature the latest Country Clipper zero-turn mowers, perfect for your needs, and they have 0% financing available. They are now your local Skag Power equipment dealer featuring zero-turn, stand-behind, and walk-behind mowers. And be sure to check out Windstorm Stand behind leaf blowers. Skag Power equipment simply the best. Gross Mower Sales, your local Country Clipper and Skag Power equipment dealer on Ditch Road in Northrop. Call 810-638-5146. That's 810-638-5146. Or check them out at grossmowersales.com today. Tony Young and the entire Young family salute all mid-Michigan area athletes at Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC. They know it takes teamwork to be successful. So from the Young team to your team, have a great season. Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso invite you to drive a little and save a lot. Visit them online at youngautosales.com. Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC are proud supporters of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle. 34-7, New Lothrop on top. They take the second-half kick and drive it all the way downfield and used almost half the third-quarter clock. Here's the kickoff by Orr. It's a pretty good little return here by Loyola that time. Malik Marable. Good tackle in the open field, too, yeah, by the Hornets. Of, heck of a tackle right there by Hayden Andrus. And he's a sophomore. Getting some special team action here in this regional championship. The D- Division Seven regional championship on the line here this afternoon. January 9th. Hard to believe we're playing high school football in January here in Michigan. But the weather has cooperated, even though it's gotten a little bit colder from when we first showed up. You have to just wonder who that layoff assisted more. I think it's got to be New Lothrop. I mean, when you have a coach like Galvs, a few more, a couple extra months under your belt with yeah. him coaching you, I think that's a positive thing for anyone. And like you mentioned, I'm sure they were practicing every single day. Here is the handoff. Ball carrier takes it up the middle, and that's not going to help Loyola's cause. Uh, the clock is the ally of the Hornets, but a decent run that time. I mean, I guess they can't abandon the run completely, but they definitely have to pick up the pace. And it looks like they're going to do that. So here's a shotgun snap. Or Nope, they don't snap it yet. They're going to check to the sideline this time. Anthony Garrett looking over there. Got Potential one. defensive player of the game for the Ian Gross, number 16, he's done a really good job. Sure, they've been double-teaming Foster a lot, but he's done a very good job defending him. Yeah, he has. Here's a run up the middle. Again, a short gain. Across the 40-yard line, that was Kamari Wright. And it brings up third down and about three. Coming up here for the Bulldogs. Now, if you're Loyola's coach, what do you think? I'm surprised that they haven't, even though Foster, they've kind of put him on an island out there saying, oh, we'll just take him away with two guys. I'm surprised they haven't put him in the slot, moving around the field, maybe some jet sweeps to get the ball in his hands. Yeah, set him in motion or whatever. Right now he is looking totally at double coverage, like you said. I mean, he's, he has Ian Gross in front of him, about three strides in front of him, and behind him, Carson McKay. They're not going to let him get free for anything. <laughs> Another run. Three runs in a row. Look at big number 71, Isaiah Pasek. Pasek ran right into the running back that time, and there's a loss of at least a couple. Well, it looks to me, Jared, that uh, this Loyola team, stunned by how skilled and how strong this new Lothrop squad is. The game's really been won in the trenches, and I mean, guys like Pasek, all-conference defensive tackle. Yeah. It's been tough to run on all day. So it's going to be fourth down and almost six. Fourth, we'll call it fourth and five. They're going to go for it from their own 38-yard line. 
I mean, a, a play call here would be try to draw New Lothrop off sides to begin with. But uh, we'll see what Garrett takes a snap. Fakes the handoff. Pass over the middle. Nearly picked, but caught. So. A little slant. That's a heck of a catch. And a pretty good defensive effort as well, but even a better catch. Great defensive effort, but an awesome catch that time by Dion Horton. And just a, a rope that time by Garrett. His best throw of the afternoon, I think. At a perfect time. So that'll move the chains. Loyola keeps it. Here comes the run this way now. They try to bring it over here. That's Jake Brockman on the carry. Takes it right to midfield. Cam Orr was there on the tackle. He's been in on a lot of tackles this afternoon. Gotta love the new Lothar look, too. I do, too. That helmet with, uh, how would you describe that? I don't love the helmet as much. It's like a, it's two. It's got the white on the bottom and the black on the top. But I love the white jerseys. Yeah. And I, and I think they would look even better if they had white pants. Ooh, you like the all white. I huh? like the all white. Okay. That is, that's again the thing nowadays teams are going to. Here's a pass over the middle. Oh, had a couple guys. Had a couple but... guys open. Yeah. Just threw it too hot. I don't think they had their head turned around yet. No. Nope. So they couldn't quite locate it. Jason Hardy was one of the would be receivers that time. Also, number two, Lonzi Tramble, the third. 3.30 to go here in the third quarter. Division 7 regional championship on the line here at Madison Heights Bishop Foley. Detroit Loyola trails the Hornets 34-7. to It'll be Loyola with the ball just in New Lothrop territory at the 49. Third down and along six. Anthony Garrett out of the shotgun now. Two wideouts on the far side. One over here this way. Play action. Pass over the middle. It's caught. And that finally broke free. <laughs> that was Shenard Foster. through double coverage. Yep. And it was Anthony Garrett took a big-time shot on him. That was a great pass. Didn't blink, even though he got absolutely tattooed right after he let it go. And it was pretty good coverage, too. Just a great throw that time by Garrett. He's going to be back here next year. Yeah. Only a junior, second team All-State. Showed why there on that catch. First down from the 25. Run up the middle. Posick's there to bring down the ball carrier pretty much at the line of scrimmage. In on that run was Braylon McDonald that time. I'd love to sit in on a few new local practices because you aren't kidding when you say just how tough they are. It's just one heck of a program. I think a lot of coaches could really learn from just going and watching a few practices yeah, of theirs. Absolutely. Got to say a lot for that school system over there, man. Just a, a dominant performance in football and other sports. I think it's up to 23, 22 or 23 championship drive, the name of the road going in. <laughs> Here is a quarterback rolling to his right, throws a pass out in the flat, was getting all kinds of pressure from behind that time. Ian Gross coming in on a safety blitz. It's a little different than, uh, let's just say, Corona, for example, where we're from, where they have one state title pretty much that they parade all over town and industrial complex signs. They have an entire championship drive of 23 different Well, times. yeah, you're talking about basketball or football, but I mean, they've had some cross-country and track state championships as well. But, yeah, a little bit different. New Lothar has been always dominant in wrestling, football, volleyball. Pretty good baseball program. Here's Garrett, back to throw, getting some pressure, flushed out of the pocket, rolls to his left. Oh, nice, nice move that time, getting on the left sideline, takes a shot at the sideline. 
Yeah, it's a great play to avoid uh, Cam Moore over yeah. on the edge there. A little bit of a pump fake. It looks like he felt it, too, as he's gingerly going back to the huddle. Yeah, he took a shot right at the sideline. So fourth down and two coming up here for Loyola. Clock stop with 2.19 to go in our third quarter. He's, he's a big guy. I'm surprised he's not utilized more in the running game. Yeah, I agree with you. And we can see that he's a little bit agile. Yeah. First time he's even attempted to run, gain a 10. 34-7, the Hornets on top. Coming down towards the end of the third quarter. Barrett looking over, or Garrett looking over to the sideline now. Where's number nine? You're going to see number nine in a Detroit Lion uniform next year, you think? It looks that way, but I wish not. I, w- I hope he does. Here is the ball carrier on fourth down, and he is stacked up. Who hit him first? Cam Who else? Don't run it, Cam Orr, young man. So back to the Hornets. That pretty much, you know, we got a whole quarter to go, but, man, that pretty much just locks it up. I mean, there's going to be more time coming up off the clock. You're not going to pile up a bunch of touchdowns against this new Lothar team. No. Yeah, it pretty much does lock it up, and now we're almost into the running clock scenario where if one more score... We're looking at or no, we're not actually. Yeah, it's got to be a couple. Got to be up to 35. <laughs> Need to work on my math skills. <laughs> well, you've been out of college now for a while, right? Yeah. So 34 to seven, New Lothrop on top. They'll have the ball now. First and ten, right around the their own 16 yard line here. Camor has played a fine game at quarterback. Hands it off this time to a running back who loses maybe a yard. The front wall that time does a nice job. Harmon was there. Also, Brian Gary for Loyola. Looks like number 64 was also in on that hit. Not even on my roster. So some of the kids they brought up are getting some tournament action here. Minute 40 to go here in our third quarter yet. Looks like New Lothar... Well on their way to a Final Four appearance. Taking on the winner of Schoolcraft and Jackson Lumen Christie. That'll be next Saturday afternoon again. Keep an eye on the weather scanner. Cam Orr just using as much clock as he can here before he sends Muron in motion to the left. He catches a little swing pass and... Loyola was there to read it and bring him down for a loss. So Defense starting to tighten up a little bit here. Yeah, they're tightening up, and maybe uh, New Lothrop, you know, losing a little bit of focus with the big lead right now, possibly. Down How would you rate the overall play thus far? I would say even though the big break, it doesn't seem too much different than, I guess, your typical just high school football game. No, I really haven't noticed much difference at all, other than the very beginning of the yeah, game. Yeah, it was rough. <laughs> it was a little rugged. But... Uh, some of that might have been the delay. Some of that might have been a little jitters, you know, coming in. Like three early interceptions, two for uh, thrown by Loyola's quarterback. One was a 70-yard touchdown. It kind of set the tone Yeah. with Cheney taking it to the house about a minute and a half in. This time it'll be Orr keeping it himself. Cuts up across the 15 to about the 17. This might be the first punt of the afternoon coming up here for the Hornets. So he hit the ground hard that time. Yeah, looks like they're going to bring out the punt unit. Yeah. And that'll be the last play of the quarter. So we're heading into the final 12 here on Z92.5. New Lothrop leads it 34-7 over Detroit Loyola. 
The Drive of the Game is brought to you by Young Chevrolet Cadillac, Buick GMC, and M21 in Owasso, saluting all mid-Michigan athletes. Drive on in or go, go online at youngautosales.com. The player of the game tonight is brought to you by Three Point Podcast. Three guys, three generations, three hot takes. And you heard a little bit of that earlier. Feel free to check that out on Apple iTunes or wherever else you get your podcast. Fest Eddie's Car Wash and Oil Change Centers should be your one-stop shop for all your vehicle needs. They're now offering the latest in car wash engineering with state-of-the-art technology. Twice the foam, twice the wax, twice the results. And to make it easy and affordable for you, get the Ultimate Car Wash membership starting as low as $19.95 a month. You can wash your vehicle every day of the week at any of their 16 locations and receive $15 off your next Fast Eddie's synthetic oil change. Fast Eddie's, your one-stop shop for all your vehicle needs. Today's game is also brought to you by Bex Trailer Superstore. With 1,300 trailers on 45 acres, Bex Trailer Superstore features America's largest trailer inventory and unmatched snowmobile trailer selection. Geared for the winter with the best in all class aluminum Legend snowmobile trailers. Legend trailers are loaded with features and price to move with zero down and payments from only $69 a month with approved credit. Come see why Legend is Michigan's number one snowmobile trailer brand for the best selection of the best snowmobile trailers at unbeatable prices. Call Bex or visit BexTrailerStore.com. Well, we're getting a little uh, Twitter love, Jared. I think that's probably from New Lothar fans enjoying this broadcast, leading it 34-7. to 7. And we, uh, we certainly love being here to bring it to you. I'm impressed by this Hornet team. I mean, you know, I'm not sure what uh, Lumen Christie or Schoolcraft has, but uh, it's going to be a tall task to beat this Hornet team next week. Here's their first punt. Cromwell in to boot it. Oh, boy. Yeah. I see why they don't punt very often. That is, it is a, a serious two yard game. punt. <laughs> it was, wasn't it? <laughs> that's, got be, that's a first for me. I've never seen a two yard punt before. Uh, we might as well go for it if you're going to punt it two yards deep in your own territory. So Loyola will. Have an opportunity here to get a little score for pride, maybe. That was definitely not one of the finest moments there by New Lothar's punt team. And, I mean, it doesn't seem like much, but when you get into, when you want to win a state championship, kicking is so important at Ford Field. And you got to wonder if that's something they're a little bit worried about, especially when last year their season came to an end because of a missed field goal. That can definitely hurt you. Well, here's a pass out here this way to Shenard Foster. Incomplete, a little too hot to handle over here. In coverage that time was Julius Garza. So it stops the clock, 11.52 to go here in this one. I'm Ted, the sports guy with Jared Patel. Sandy O back at the studios doing her awesome job, as always, keeping us on the air. And we do appreciate everybody out there listening to this broadcast this afternoon. Here's Garrett. The handoff this time goes to Malik Maribel, and he is stacked up. Looked like number five, Alec Mangino, from his linebacking position in on the hit. You know, this new Lothar team, some of the linebackers and some of their linemen aren't all that big, at least physically no. looking at. We don't have the, the heights or weights listed, but Mangino, not that large, but just so strong at linebacker. Yeah, Mangino, Garza, and Orr, mm -hmm. all not necessarily huge guys, but just very strong and quick and strong. New Lothar, you can tell they have a very good weightlifting program because they're all good-looking athletes, too. Yeah, they do have some guns. Here's a pass. Garrett to the end zone. It's up. Tried to push off over there. Incomplete. Pretty good ball there, though. Yeah. He had his hands on it. Looked like he could have got a foot down just a little bit out of his reach. Yeah, he throws a nice ball. It was a good, tight spiral, but just a little too long. And all of a sudden, looking at fourth down. Yeah, he throws a really good deep ball. I think that this offseason, what he's going to want to improve on most is the underneath routes, the slants, the bubbles, where he's been usually behind his receivers all day. 
So fourth and ten. Out of the shotgun. Ball at the 21-yard line of New Lothar. Appears Garrett back to throw. Dow steps up, gets pressured, breaks one tackle, looks to throw, throws it toward the end zone. It was on the money in the end zone and dropped. A diving effort incomplete. It was intended that time for Carrion Davis. Not a bad throw. Good job by Garrett to get out of trouble, but incomplete. Turned over on downs again. I think it was actually Foster that that was intended for, and he was able to get open. They had him in the slot that time. Almost had the diving grab, but right off the shoulder pads. Okay. Incomplete. Turned over on downs. Back to New Lothrop again. Slammed slammed his hands on the ground after that one. Yeah. Had the opportunity. The ball was there. So, a minute gone here in the fourth quarter. Ball back to New Lothrop. Coming up on the 2 o'clock hour here on this Saturday afternoon. You're listening to WJSZ, Ashley Owasso. Euron comes in motion this way. Or keeps it. I like this oh, play. A little overhead, overhand lateral. Muron here on the near sideline. Has the 40, the 50, <laughs> the 40, just in cruise control. The 20, the 10, touchdown, New Lothrop. And that's like one of those plays that you would have saw Oregon run with like a Marcus Mariota where it's it's a throw, but it's a lateral. Yeah. So he was going to officially call that a 79-yard run. Pretty much an option. But. Yeah. But that's a great play call. And, I mean, Muron just... He, he did. He had it in cruise control down the <laughs> sideline, didn't he? He's got some, when he gets going, it, no one's going to catch him. Wow. So 40 up on the board. Still 10.43 to go here in this contest. And, young man, you were right on the money. You saw it early on. Which was surprising because I think I said right before the game that I would have picked Loyola probably as the favorite in this one. Right. But it just shows you that, you know, it comes down to football. It comes one down to coaching and two to just offensive line and defensive line play. If you can't block, you're not going to be able to get the ball to your playmakers on the outside. Right. And New Lothrop answered the horn early on and then just set the tone. The kick is up by Orr. And uh, Hornets lead it now 41-7. to Kelly Bishop Incorporated is a proud supporter of high school football. Whether you're home, business, or agriculture, the most important choice you can make is the right construction company. You want the, a company that, who is professional, a company with experience, a company that's part of the community, and a company that takes unparalleled pride in the work they do. You want Kelly Bishop Incorporated in Chessoning. They offer quality construction for residential, business, and agriculture. Kelly Bishop Incorporated has the experienced team to ensure the job is not only done right, but in fact exceeds your expectations. Call Kelly Bishop Incorporated at 989-845-2101. Well, you were talking about it to one of your buddies. Uh, stay away from that Bills game. Colts lead it right now, 10-7. Yeah, still and, in the I, first and half. I, I mentioned that at halftime that usually when 90% of bets are made on one team, whether that seems to be the better team or not or the better bet, it somehow, some way, always goes the opposite way and benefits Las Vegas. Mm. Well, we'll see what happens when it shakes down. To the Bills' benefit, it would have been good to have uh, maybe a snowstorm out there in Buffalo. you, you got to root for the Bills because they're almost like the Lions, where they they've are. just been a tortured franchise that whenever the, the Lions are good, you know that they're going to have America's support behind them. Would you rather go to the Super Bowl four, four times and lose or never be there like the Lions? 
I think you never want to go there, to be honest. That's pretty bad. Four Super Bowl losses, I mean, good. It's tough to deal with, for sure. <laughs> and you're right. They, they are similar franchises in the fact that... They're both you know, tortured. Both tor- tortured, and they're both in the Rust Belt, you know, along the Great Lakes. But I, I think it's cool to see... Buff- Buffalo's kind of the story like the Browns were, and Browns are, really, when you think about it. There's still some hope for the Lions down the road. We just had a kickoff, but I think we had a penalty going against New Lothrop. 10.43 to go in this one. 41-7, to 7, New Lothrop on top. Kind of lost our juice a little bit with this uh, butt-kicking by Hornets, you know? <laughs> we were pretty gung-ho. I was pretty pumped up to start this broadcast, stumbling over my words. But uh, Seems like that. Uh, calm down. That's happened a lot to us this year, I feel like. <laughs> it has. Here's the kick. Deep man has uh, some room around the left end this time. That's number 14. Rashawn Wells. And we got a late hit again here at the sideline, it looks like. This one might be going against Dulothar. Wells wasn't too happy with that hit. No, he had a nice stiff arm on that run, too, he right did. before that. Derek Harmon did a nice job of getting him under control. So it's going to be a personal foul on the Hornets. So a good return to begin with. We'll tack on 15 more. Still 10.33 to go in this one. 41-7 the Hornets. Keep it tuned here to the castle. Monday morning we'll uh, announce where we will be next Saturday. The winner of this game takes on the winner of Schoolcraft and uh, Jackson Lumen Christie. Jackson Lumen Christie just... A historic program in the schoolcraft. The last few years, they've had a lot of really good players. I know Alex Steele, their quarterback's head yep. to Grand Valley in the fall. That should be a fun matchup. Here's what we want, don't we? We want, don't we want an Ithaca New Lothrop matchup in the Division Seven Finals at Ford Field? How awesome that would be! I wouldn't hate that. Pass out in the left flat, incomplete. The receiver never did turn around that time. Roger Martin. Maybe we can get your brother down there, Josh, to <laughs> sit in front of the team photo. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're, well, they're not the biggest fans of uh, the hotels down there, to say the least. Still one of the most epic moments I think I have ever seen. i got to give kudos to your brother on that. And like you said, people up in Ithaca didn't appreciate it, but it was classic. <laughs> what we're talking about is Jared's brother snuck down on Ford Field and actually got in the Ithaca State Championship team photo. Uh, in their official uh, like program, they somehow they got him out. Yeah, <laughs> balls on the field, ripped Cam out Orr. by Cam Orr. He's and, done it all, and he did the dice roll uh, celebration, as they to call that. <laughs> Is that what that's called? Yes. See Juju Smith Schuster doing that uh, if he scores a touchdown. Oh, now we get a penalty, a little uh, over celebration, maybe. But New Lothar will keep the ball. Lord, man. Offensive and defense. You weren't kidding when uh, yeah. Galva said that he was the best defensive end he's seen here in New Lothrop. He's all over the field. Uh, yeah, I can see why he said that for sure. He is impressive. Just He's just a football player, Jared. I mean, that's all there is to it. How about just an athlete? I mean, there you go. Wrestling, yeah. everything. Rest- Baseball. Baseball, you said, what, 8-1 and one on the mound? 8-1 on the mound. It's sophomore year because they didn't even have spring sports no. last year. What'd they call here? Oh, this one's going to go against Loyola? Looks like it. Wow. 
You never know what was said uh, on the field. Unsportsmanlike conduct, I'm assuming. Yeah, a little frustration set in. Because I thought they were calling it an excessive celebration by New Lothar, but apparently not. So Hornets will have it, looking to close this thing out. Still 10 minutes and 22 seconds to go. You know, this game started at noon. It's only a little after 2. Seems longer than that, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. <laughs> I think it's partially because of the, the we've had to have the window open the whole time. It's a little bit cold in here. The wind started to crank from the east in, too. At the beginning of the game, it didn't. Usually it does come from the west. And the game has just been filled with so many roller coaster moments that it's just an emotional toll on you. I guess so. <laughs> and I think the, I, I like think the, that emotional toll. I think the reason it feels as well as the first quarter, I think, took about 45 minutes. Yeah. Here's our. Looks like they got some of the back. Oh, boy. <laughs> Number 22. Bad time to come into the game, Andrew Krupp. He felt the wrath that time of Derek Harmon. I mean. No other way to put it other than he just got tossed like a rag doll, really. He did. <laughs> well, Welcome to varsity football. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> not, not, not the best. That reminded me of Riotis Hayes. Remember that? <laughs> 420-pound guy from yeah. some school that's no longer there. Couldn't keep, have forgot him. Keep him off me. That's what I said to my center, Kirby Miller. How'd that go? I, I stayed away. I was smart enough to stay away. They want no part of Riotis. Two wideouts this way, one on the other side. <laughs> Keep him off. Like he's just some probably 200-pound center. Like, oh, yeah, I got it. <laughs> it's quite a tall task. Yes, sir. We didn't have the shotgun in those days either. <laughs> or out of the gun. I think that's Or. Yeah, he's still in there. Hands it off to number three that time. That's Julius Garza. Still has some oh, room as he broke a tackle. Oh, my. Almost took it to the house again, but should have just enough for the first down. Takes it across to the 35-yard line. He's getting high fives from the sideline on that one. Yeah. So, first and 10, New Lothrop. Down to about the 35, just inside the 35-yard line of the Bulldogs. I would think this is probably going to be the last drive that we see Cam Moore, too. I would think so. And probably to any of the remaining starters. Yeah. Well, it would be smart. Don't get anybody hurt at this point. The game is in the bag. 8.45 to go. So two wideouts this way, three wideouts this way now into the ball game. Brady Gross, he goes in motion away from his low snap. They'll hand it off. The ball carrier that time, no room to get around the right end. Krupp on the carry. Yeah, whenever it snaps low like that, it just throws off the entire timing mm-hmm. of the play and the handoff and slows down the running back. play was pretty much doomed from the start. 41-7 to if you're just checking in to see how the Hornets are doing. They are doing very fine on top of Detroit Loyola. Sunny afternoon here in Detroit. So is the semifinal, is that, is that going to be a neutral field game? It's supposed to be. Who knows with today's rules, but, yeah, it's supposed to be a neutral field again on turf. I was wondering just about COVID, if that's something that they've changed this year. Yeah. I don't know. Three wideouts on the far side. We'll look into it. Can only do so much homework in a week. <laughs> Your standoff. It goes to number 24 that time. Nolan McKay. 
So all the Hornets getting in action. You know what? It's going to be a nice bus ride home for them. The only benefit to Loyola, they got a short ride. Yep. So the clock will continue to run down to 7.14 left in this one. 41-7, to 7, the Hornets. I always used to love uh, Saturday day games when I played in high school is because usually after a Friday night game you want to hang out with your friends, but it's already you know midnight or so. You probably still will, but you're in bed by 2 or 3 or yep. whatever. On a Saturday like this, you have the entire day to watch NFL football and kind of just kick back and relax and enjoy a victory. Yeah, I only wish I would have played on a Saturday game back in my day. <laughs> <laughs> never, quite, never got quite to never, enjoy that. Well, huh? we didn't even have playoffs, Jared. That's how old I am. The playoffs were never instituted until I think the year after I graduated, 75. Wow. That's crazy to think about that they wouldn't have playoffs. And then they were w- very uh, much less than yeah. they are nowadays. I mean, Corona in 76, of course, had the, the legendary team. I think only four teams in each class made the playoffs, and they just missed out. And they probably would have won the state championship. They'll always have that claim. College sure. football playoff all the way back then. Yeah. 41-7. to seven. No, that must have been just totally impossible to try to gauge what teams are good and which teams are. I mean, four teams in high school football, most of the people have only watched, you know, one or two of those teams the entire year, and they're trying to gauge which team's the best. Yeah, it's a joke. Glad they changed that. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I think they got it right where they need it right now. Was it eight different divisions? Uh, I think, didn't they eliminate the six wins? Have starting next it. year. Starting next year. This year, like, they let all teams in. It's point-based. It's almost like what like the BCS used to be. Yeah. Yep. Which I agree with. Low snap. They're going to punt it. it. Looks like they just get Orr in there to boot the ball. Kicks it towards the far sidelines. It makes it a lot easier to fill out a schedule, too, because in the past, a lot of teams, they wouldn't want to play the top-tier teams like right. a new up or something like that. But when it's off of points, it makes it a little bit easier to schedule those type of teams. Yeah, yeah. And then teams were figuring out a way, too, to just, you know. Game the system almost. Absolutely. Get their six wins, be in the playoffs, and I'm glad to see they eliminated that part. It's been a tough, tough time for the MHSAA with the, you know Mark Yule over there trying to deal with this whole COVID thing this year. You know, can't do anything right, you know, because people are just upset, and no matter what you do, but at least they played football. They're still playing football, you know, and I think that's the marquee sport. I know all the spring sports got kind of screwed last year, you know, and everything's pushed back now. Yeah, it's it's. There's no right answers. Yeah, you know, I think a lot of people would disagree with a lot of the choices they have made, especially with basketball season only going to be about six weeks, which is just interesting to think about a season that's normally 13 or 14 weeks is being condensed into six weeks. Yeah, still the same amount of games. I'll, I'll be interested to see how that pans out. Uh, I'm already looking at schedules. Here was the handoff. It goes to Jake Brockman. He came right, and cut back left. For all that, he got a two-yard loss out of that. Second down and 12, down to 5.10 to go. Yeah, I'm still studying the schedules. I mean, there's still athletic directors that don't have their basketball schedules in place, Jared, if you can believe that. Well, they, they, everyone's had to switch around what their schedule was already. Oh, I know. They usually lock those in, you know, a year in advance or so. And now that the entire schedule's been thrown for a loop, they have to figure out gym time, everything. It's what a headache that would be for athletic uh, directors. Oh, I had the whole Z92.5 schedule all laid out. You know, we're trying to... We try to cover spread it out, yep. cover schools, you know, give them fair coverage, and now I had to start all over again. That's my cross to bear. We think of our local teams. I think Corona is probably the team to watch with a lot of returning talent. I mean, Todd Meiske, mm-hmm. the really talented point guard, and then Coach Buscemi, uh, 
still trying to prove his way as a coach. He's got a lot of. Uh, he's actually comes from Detroit Loyola. Yeah, interesting enough. And well, is is uh, Steinecker playing basketball this year? Hopefully, I believe he will be. He got a man open. Oh, wide open bomb and a oh. little bit too far for the intended receiver that time. That was number 14, Rashawn Wells. He had at least three steps on the receiver. Yeah, and I think um, Garrett just kind of wanted to see how far he could throw that one. That was probably about uh, over, well over 50 yards, yeah. maybe even 60. Yeah, he showed off the arm strength right there. Just a little bit too strong. 41-7, to New Lothar on top, 4.07 to go in this one. Fourth down now for Loyola. So they're going to go for it deep in their own territory. Why not? Here's Garrett throwing one high up in the air, letting his receiver run underneath it, but too far to the sideline that time. Incomplete, so it goes back to the Hornets. And they're going to take over with great field position. Yeah, let's see how aggressive they are here, but, I mean, they'll have all their backups in there. So we'll have uh, the Hornets probably final drive right after this. Everyone in sports is in search of the elusive, perfect game, making every shot, completing every pass, striking everyone out, getting each call right. That's right. Game officials enjoy the competition and seek perfection, just like the players do. If you still have that competitive streak and want to help kids by giving back, maybe becoming a high school official is for you. To register, log on to MHSAA.com, a message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Well, you know, we did the Chesanine New Lothar game earlier this season. You got your debut in play-by-play yep. and very impressive win easily by the Hornets that night. But this this game, even more impressive, I think. Because it looks a lot like the same when New Lothar's pretty much doing whatever they want, and we know yep. how good Loyola is. Right. Which is kind of the craziest part about it. Got a backup quarterback in for the Hornets. Was that number 86 or 86? 66. 66. So he's coming fresh off the offensive line, apparently. Well, I wrote him down last time. Jake, Jack Kohanic. You don't see many 66s in at quarterback. No. So I think they just ran out of uh, quarterback numbers and brought him up from the JV and said, we'll throw a 66. I guess. I mean, I'm not sure how they ran out of numbers. They only have about 25 guys on yeah, the roster. Yeah, you're right. But... Yeah. Not a lot of guys there. They must just, he must be a potential offensive line alternate. That's the only way to look yeah. at it. Or it's going with like the, the, the old Tom Harmon look. Who was the other Michigan quarterback that wore 98? Uh, Devin Garner. Devin Garner, yeah. He's doing a nice job in the media nowadays. I think he works for Fox Sports, yeah. I believe. Well, here is oh, Kalinick. Takes it himself up the middle. Takes Fumble. a shot. Fumbles it. I think it was after the whistle. And I think, yeah, it looks like the refs are blowing him and calling him down. Yeah. But did take a shot. No, Devin Gardner. Uh, he had a couple of no, no games against Notre Dame at the start of his career mm-hmm. that made me think he was going to be the next Heisman winner for Michigan. But I think the downfall was when he switched to 98. <laughs> well, I remember thinking that was very cool when he first did it because uh-huh. that was when Michigan was riding high. Right. And after they had, what was it, like a 5-7 and seven season with Brady Hoke, it wasn't nearly as cool anymore. Yeah, he was part of the Brady Hoke yes. era, wasn't he? Yeah, yes. I thought so. Down to 2.20 to go. Hornets just looking to close this one out. They get a first down here on third and one. They can just kneel it down. What do you got? 66 in there along with a running back. 56, I believe. That's old school look. Kind of a T formation. The ball carrier takes a shot. Goes Might as well give everybody a little bit of love. Yeah. And what's funny is number 56, he's lead blocking around the edge. Why not just bring a lineman in there? Yeah. 
That was Alec Wenslick, I believe, on the carry. So we're down two minutes. That was about two or three yard loss on that play. So we're down to a minute 55. The count, the clock is counting. 41 to seven. New Lothrop on top. So they're just going to milk the clock as much as they can. Call Hannick looks over to the sideline for the play call. It's going to be a very, very jubilant new Lothrop team led by their head coach, Clint Galvis. 125-15 and 15 coming into action. Spin move by the quarterback. Going to be close. Oh, flag. Oh, flag over on the far sideline. Looks like they're going to, yep, it's going to go. It's going to be against Loyola. So that's going to just virtually end the game here, I think. I don't know what that what happened over there on the sideline. Was it just a face back? They they're gonna kick the kid out of the game. I, I'm wondering why Nilthrop has a guy backed up at the 55 yard line. Oh, he's coming up closer now. Or the, the 45 yard. Man, I make that mistake once a year. Is that I mean is, is that what they do in the victory formation? Usually, but I was just surprised to see <laughs> him about. They, I don't think they four, go back that far. I was yeah. I was gonna, surprised to see him that far back. <laughs> just can't be too careful. So anyway. The penalty goes against Loyola. It gives New Lothrop the first down inside the 10. They're just going to go to the victory formation and get ready to celebrate this uh, fun bus ride home. You know, and you're right. I mean, when you can go and celebrate, have a nice Saturday afternoon by the time you get home, the well-earned victory here. They take the snap, Kohanic, and uh, might have to do it one more time, but big, big win by the Hornets. We'll have a short recap of this game afterwards. We'll announce early next week where we will be next uh, Saturday afternoon. More than likely, just following this new Lothrop team has uh, been very impressive. If you're looking to be a part of this game and you're an advertiser, just give the station a, a call on Monday morning. We'll get you hooked up. Very reasonable rates and a lot of air time. You get a lot of time uh, to promote your product because we got a lot of listeners today, Jared. So that'll do it. Final snap. The final score here, 41-7. to 7. Jared and I will be back for the recap right after this at the studios and sports scene. Hey, sports fans, it's a great day at Sports Scene. Pick up a copy of our newest magazine at your local high school sporting event or at a retail outlet near you. Great stories on your favorite high school and student-athletes. Looking for sports photos? Sports Scene has them. We are at the games. Check us out at highschoolsportsscene.com. See thousands of photos and stories at highschoolsportsscene.com. Keeping our high schools and student-athletes in the news. V92.5 The Castle is a proud supporter of high school sports and sports scene. Well, welcome back to Venture Field. It was all new Lothrop this afternoon. It started off, both teams uh, turned the ball over early on, and uh, Loyola's second turnover interception was a 70-yarder by Bryce Cheney for the Hornets that took it to the house. Both teams on the field right now kneeling in prayer, celebrating the fact they got the play and Hopefully all got out here healthy, and uh, we had January football successfully done here today. 7-0, the Hornets took the lead on the Camor PAT after that first score. Loyola came back, though, had a nice drive about midway through the first quarter. 21-yard pass from Anthony Garrett to Jason Hardy. Got him on the board. They tied it up with the, the Foster PAT, and it looked like we were going to have a game. Well, after that... As you pointed out, it looked like New Lothrop took charge, and they dominated the rest of the way. 
523 to go in the first, a 54-yard run by Will Muron. PAT by Orr made it 14-7. to They never looked back. Then uh, early on in the second quarter, Orr took it in from 33 yards out. His PAT made it 21-7. to Then just before the first half ended, Orr a circus dive over the, end, over the end zone line for the score on the sneak. PAT was blocked, but New Lothrop at that point led it 27-7 and never looked back in the second half. A 15-yard pass from Orr. To Cannon Cromwell, put them on top, 34-7 to with the RPAT. And then they close it out here in the final quarter early on, a 79-yard Will Muron run to put the exclamation point on this regional championship. 41-7 to the final. Final thoughts from you, Jared? Uh, final thoughts, uh, we have the drive the game to give away, and that is presented by Young Chevrolet Cadillac, Buick GMC, and M21 in Owasso. It's just got to go to that score right before the half where Cam Moore, fourth and one, fourth and short after the they ran the uh, hard count and got it down to the fourth and two on the two-yard line, and then he dives over the line for the score. And then, ironically enough, player of the game is Cam Moore as well. And that's brought to you by Three Point Podcast. I mean, on offense and defense, he truly lives up to the billing. He's everything that is advertised. And as Clint Galvis said at best, he's the best defensive end that maybe I've ever seen and definitely the best defensive end that I've seen in the Lothrop. Definitely a heck of a player for sure and uh, de- will will be uh, a fine player for Tony and East up there at Ferris State, without a doubt. Big win by the Hornets, 41-7. to Check in with us next week. We'll uh, we'll let you know where we'll be. New Lothrop will be on the road somewhere and taking on the winner of Schoolcraft and Jackson Lumen Christie. I guess that'll about do it. Just a dominating performance by the Hornets. Great job by Clint Galvis having some final words with his team huddled out on the field right in front of us. Final score again, 41-7. to And Jared, we're going to give Jared Fattel the final word here and tell our listeners who brought you this broadcast this afternoon. Today's game is brought to you by Beck's Trailer Superstore and Service Center, Fast Eddie's Graham's Accounting, Gross Moore Sales, Kelly Bishop Incorporated, New Lothrop Insurance Service, New Lothrop Schools, Sports Scene, Victory Heating and Cooling, Young Buick GMC, Young Chevrolet Cadillac, Three Point Podcast. Today's game for Ted Patel and Jared Patel. Sending it back to the studio. Thanks for listening.